grumping, eh? No, 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 no. Mustn't do that. Forbidden fruit. Who wrote this? Hello, everybody. We are three men talking about men. Three men, not <laughs> so, four. Something about there. Yeah. <laughs> One of us is not included. <laughs> I'm not a man today. Uh, well, I'm not. Well, listen, I'm just I'm a not. voice. Yeah, we're, just we're, a boy. Avoid. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll identify as a hologram for today. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Three men in a hologram. <laughs> not men. Um, yeah. So this is a little probably a bit to, probably going to be a, if you if you watch the first one and you're now watching this one or you're watching the previous one and then you're watching this one it's going to be a little bit of a jump as far as uh, genre and theme is uh, concerned uh, a little artsy <laughs> in here artsy they're both slightly horror yeah, <laughs> yeah. Slight, slightly I, I I think this one's more. I think I was lied to on both other. both times. I, was, I wasn't expecting horror for both movies, and I got none of that. I got elements, maybe. Yeah. Well, if you were a woman, this would be a horror movie. That's right. I think the, I think that's the, <laughs> that's the writer's theme. just a hologram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, so this is Men. Uh, just came out uh, this last year, 2022. Uh, <laughs> done by Alex Garland. Of uh, Ex Machina fame. I uh, actually didn't just... know that there was that guy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe Annihilation. Was this other one? Yeah, Annihilation. Uh, he also did. Uh, also did the uh, screenplay for Twenty Eight Days Later. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. Got he's got some uh, got some decent work under his yeah. belt. Yeah. Uh, uh, to be fair, that, that... I'm also being. Somebody just passed me a note that we should introduce ourselves, otherwise this will be really weird. Um, uh, I guess we'll go in order that we normally do then. Oh, okay. I, I, uh, hello, everyone. I'm a geeky writer. I write things. That's that's my that's my gig. <laughs> and I'm Crimson Maroon, and I'm just here commenting. <laughs> I am a Sinister Boy, and I am uh, running today, but not always. And I'm Sprinks. That's pretty much what I say every time. <laughs> so that didn't disrupt the flow at all. You know who you are, but uh, uh, yeah. So he he he's a guy who uh, he's a man who knows uh, how to write uh, for men. I I, I don't know. Is that a yeah. good segue there. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. This, is a good segue. Yeah. This, is, this is this director's third movie. Yeah. Yes. This is okay. well, yeah. Uh, directed. I think he's written and. Produced for yeah. Um, I going on going off of his history of ex machina that actually explains the like the color saturation is why it's oh, yeah. like so gorgeous in this movie. Um, that was one of my favorite elements of this was all the scenic shots of nature. Yeah, they all look very yeah. good. I uh, this this movie uh, definitely itched a couple of uh, things for me in that I I, I it's a uh, I love the English folklore elements of it. Uh, the cinematography and the English countryside is, is definitely very good. Uh, soundtrack is really good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, the two songs I remember. I, <laughs> well, I, was just, I was just talking about the overall music, but okay. You can, you can undermine well, me there. I'm not the music guy. I, I don't appreciate music. <laughs> I, two stood oh. out for me. That, and uh, you know, also, uh, I loved the, all the variety of English accents. That was 
very it was thrown out there. The guy on on Jeff. On Jeff, I'm the nice guy. I don't want to No, he wasn't that. He was more like he was like more posh. He was supposed to be like na 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 been freight kinda so soft softly spoken. I talked about the cop. The cop. I don't remember how the cop sounded. Uh, that's why I said a variety of English accents because I couldn't remember all of them. Yeah. Uh, Cockney, Liverpool. No, there was not. No, I meant the movie. <laughs> there, was this, there was no Wales. Cockney in the movie. Wales. Wales. They don't even speak. Like they have their own language. They. That's true. That is true. true. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, uh, I believe it's one of the most difficult languages, apparently. It's very strange. Whaley is strange. It's Welsh. Welsh. Welsh language. It's a Celtic language. Whaley's. Yeah, the Whaley's. Yeah. There's probably a restaurant there named Whaley's. You're listening to Whaley's music? Man. (laughs) No, it's a a European country, Crimson. They don't have any kind of. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. Right. But they, you know what? Send it over. Give them, give them a note. Um, yeah, hey, one business owner will change their name. <laughs> the Whaley's. The Whaley's, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think that Jesse Buckley is the um, main antag or the um, main actress in this. Uh, the only one, one of two non men in this whole picture, or one of three, one of three non men in this picture. Yeah. Yes. Her, her friend and the lady cop. Yeah. I, I actually Who, uh, the lady. Yeah. I I've yeah. to ask: Was the lady cop also the 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 repeated? Uh, no. 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 I don't. No. It was not a just face. Okay. No. I because I again I didn't remember. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It was, uh, that's, yeah, when we were... Upon reflection, I had to think about that one. Yeah, one of, uh, yeah, it was, when we were, when, uh, me and Crimson were, were watching it together, I, that's what, I was, like, the first thing, I was like, wow, I, 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 I was looking for it, because I was like, I think it, it has to be, and then it wasn't, it wasn't a, uh, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff face, um, yeah, I also don't remember... Added to the mystery. If you thought the same, sinister, but um, the the friend while on the phone, I couldn't tell if that was Jeff or not. Yeah, um, well, <laughs> it, it's uh, weird because I like had an interesting face. Yeah, so um, uh, she was uh, probably right. one of like the two. I I kind of I knew like the main actress, uh, Jesse Buckley, and I I, I was like sh- the the friend looked familiar. At, but I couldn't like place where I recognized her from, and she was in a um, uh, an HBO Max, uh, the Perry Mason revival show. She was in that, and I was I was like, oh wow, that's really weird that I mean, she's she's American, and she's in a a very very English, uh, <laughs> very movie. English movie. <laughs> the, yeah, this is I I believe. This would fall under the term of uh, folk horror, probably. I, I mean, that's probably giving it. Uh, uh, that's probably going a little bit far because I don't. I, I would. I would agree that with uh, the geek that this is not so much a horror, probably more of a psych, psychological. 
yeah, sort of it's thriller. There is there is a story here, but it's very abstract. Yeah, it's 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 definitely like something where I think you could watch you could have like you could do kind of almost like a litmus test with this and you know have like 10 people watch this and they'd probably all come out with very different uh opinions and uh ideas about what the uh, what the hell happened <laughs> yeah what, what the hell happened and it, what kind of movie it is because uh, you know it, it is sort of like this it dabbles in a lot of stuff like i said yeah. i i saw a lot of folk horror elements but i i could definitely also see just some basic you know uh, two people, you know, two-person drama, or you know, yeah, monologues I, and whatnot. I had, I had to pull out like my old like symbolism book for this movie. It feels like because oh, like, yeah. just a lot of like I said, there's not really much in terms of like, I guess, hard written script for this movie. A lot of it's very visual uh, in its storytelling. Mm. And the symbolism also helps tell the story. So, and symbolism right. is very, very typically subjective, so I'm sure I got a completely different story than everyone else here. Yeah. Well, like, and what's I the mean, significance of that stupid pillar? That pillar? That's that stupid pillar. something I cannot figure out for the life of me. Well, uh, from what I, like, uh, you know, because we had a little bit of a conversation after um, we, uh, we watched, you know, the movie together, Crimson, and um, I, 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 I was going to look into it because i i do remember the um i recognize the iconography from a bunch of other little medieval stories that i used to read when i was younger but um i believe it's supposed to be a fertility god and i, I might i might be reaching i think it's supposed to be like the green man or something mm -hmm. which uh if you go to certain um i think villages outside of you know in the countryside they still have like little pagan remnants of you know stuff, especially even in like you know uh, Catholic or Christian churches out there. There's still you know that little iconography and whatnot. Yeah, and I believe that was kind of supposed to be uh, you know a main f focus of it, but I think again it, it, it's just more symbolism. It's sort of kind you know touching on a bunch of different stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I would also, I would like to defer a little bit because uh, uh, Springs was the one who introduced me pretty much to Alex uh, Garland. He uh, showed me Ex Machina. I was, I was curious if you found any kind of similarities between um, this and that in any way. Um, I did, uh, mostly in the, the, it was, the what he likes to do, and also in Annihilation, I've seen all three of mm -hmm. those works, um, he likes to do good establishing uh, landscape shots to show like where it is, the nature, very, very nature-focused parts. But usually during serious conversations between uh, two characters, there's like little to no music at all. Maybe ambience noise in the background, but it's very much just dialogue, um, which has appeared in all three films. Yeah. So that's something mm. I picked up on. It's similarly yeah. something that like Game of Thrones likes to do. There's typically no music for dialogue because the yeah. it helps I think like imply the importance of the dialogue when it stands on its own, uh, among other things. Oh, yeah. um, well, it feels more organic. Yeah, I think, you know, realistic because obviously you wouldn't normally have. <laughs> I mean. I know, you know, you wouldn't have music playing in the background when you're, you know, having a conversation with somebody in real life. But, you know, it, it kind of 
and it adds a little bit of tension because you're kind of expecting it to be there, and then it's not there. It, it seems odd. Mm-hmm. Um, but another, another thing that I and that I you know I think it's a little bit I I have not seen Annihilation, but um, so I'm I'm going off more ex machina, but I'm I'm sure you know. And he, as the Sprinks has already, you know, stated, there's definitely similarities in all three of these with uh, his own personal, uh, with uh, Alex Garland's own views. But I think something that I'm noticing between this and the Ex Machina is a lot of, like, silence or, I, I guess, not nobody talking or, you know, not having any sort of dialogue, but just seeing, you know... Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I noticed that. I've seen Annihilation as well, and th- there were definitely quiet moments where it was mm-hmm. just like there was a moment where um, Natalie Portman and her, her troop, I guess, were her walking troop, through the yeah. <laughs> walking through the forest, and it was just the forest sounds. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Which they did again in Men, and then they also yeah. did that in Ex Machina, right? Yeah, that I haven't. Yeah, I remember the Ex Machina for sure. Because that's I, I like that I like that use of negative um, space, where it it, it I, and I think it's generally you know generally you'd expect it in like a horror or something for like a jump scare. So then you, you're you're unintentionally on the edge of your seat, you know, and you're very tense about it, and then just nothing happens with it, and it you know it's sort of interesting. I you know. so you you see it as more of a tense buildup. I see Not it more all. of as a okay. I, so far yeah, in these episodes, always, the three, yeah. Yeah. I see it more of as a uh, processing part. Like, you just came out of a scene that revealed something, usually. Mm. And now it's just quiet part to give you more, like, a thinking, like, oh, does that change something beforehand? What What's that going to mean for the future of, like, what's going to happen next kind of thing? So I feel like that's more just, like, a think rather than a, a go, 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 yeah. go, go kind of type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I could, I could agree with that as well. Yeah, I, I do like the natural ambiance just because it's... Mm. It introduces the like like Spring said. It introduces a. Uh, I like. I don't really feel the tense thing. I feel more of like uh you know calm before the storm. Like this is like it's 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 the it's the story slash movie's way of trying to tell you it's okay to relax here, yeah. which is which is because normally in a in a horror movie, you know that that sort of ambiance does indicate a tense buildup, whereas with the you know ex machina and annihilation and this one it feels more like they are moments to breathe they're moments to think and they're moments to ponder and you kind of just with the characters sometimes you just kind of get a sense of like adventure or freedom sometimes as well you know as you're exploring your surroundings and listening to the ambience so yeah i you know what i i I can agree with uh both those views yeah in this movie i think utilizes both where yeah uh she was walking through the forest before she finds the, the tunnel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty quiet just the nature stuff and i viewed that as just her current mindset she's just kind of free of her burdens at this point oh, just walking through the nature and then later down the line when she's uh going through the forest getting chased by the guy and uh, sees the little abandoned village or whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, when she started wandering and stopped running. Uh, that was a fairly quite 
quiet scene as well, but that one felt different because we just <laughs> came off of a guy chasing her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, two two different uses of violence. Relatively close to each other. And I and I mean I do think and I. I think it is a sign of, of a of it. I, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say it's it's the sign of a great filmmaker, but I do think it's it's a very special quality of a filmmaker to be able to utilize silence or something not happening. Yes, I 100% agree with that. It's pretty uh, rarely used nowadays. It's it's really yeah. rare. It's rarely used nowadays, and it's this like I uh, my favorite storytelling trope is when things get quiet i love the calm before the storm those are oh, yeah. typically my that's typically my favorite trope so when everything's relaxing it it's it can also lull you into that false sense of security for something to then oh, yeah. subvert it later on when the horror elements are starting to be introduced so it's like i said it's view they used it to great effect in, in this yeah. film for sure um yeah, I, I think, um, I, I and I do think they, you know, like like there is the calm before the storm silence or the um, the thinking silence, and then there's also that sort of tense, um, very thick silence where you're waiting for something to happen because you know it's going to happen. Yeah. But you don't know when it's going to happen, and it's and, 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 and you know it is that like almost like a negative space on I can't. It's and I think it is a, though it, it it is a an interesting quality because you know it, it doesn't happen very much I think these days in a lot of movies I think it's kind of you know it should make a comeback it's you know oh yeah but, is, is there um, one scene in any Marvel movie that takes silence um, the only thing I think of is like Thanos sitting after Infinity War yeah that's that's, that's, that's all I can think of that's yeah. not really that's not really silent though because it's got music it's going music. on in the background did they yeah. have music yeah. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, I mean, we just we just talked about. Yeah, it had a little bit of music at the end, um, which led into the credits, which was very dark uh, kind mm-hmm. of music. But then, only thing I that comes to mind to me was we just talked about in this last episode of uh, Multiverse of Madness when they're all in the tunnels and the water's falling very slowly. There's yeah. like like barely even breathing. Uh, I'm trying. To, I'm trying. Yeah, to... I was in a, that there was is a little bit of sound. Part. Yeah, it's like that kind that, that of. That was reverse. definitely that jump scare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's definitely that. There's there's definitely sound effects or whatever going on in that scene, but it, it's probably one of the most quiet. Uh, I would, you know, as far as like no instrumental going on. Um, but I, I was going to say that because um, it, it, I I remember my first experience with kind of that sort of calm before the storm. I, and I'm sure I heard this earlier, but this is like probably the earliest one that I can conjure up, but um, was uh, Akira Kurosawa's uh, Yojimbo. Um, there's not a lot of dialogue. There's probably, it's probably, I think it's like an hour and a half long or an hour and 45. And there's probably only about like maybe 30 minutes of talking probably. Mm-hmm. My memory of it. And the rest of it is these kind of establishing shots and these, you know, long pannings and, you know, wide, you know, wide angles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, but it's all, and very little music. 
very, you know, and it's and it's only really bombastic when stuff is happening, and then otherwise it's very subtle. Even even if it's like being used, it's very subtle, and you kind of almost don't notice it. Is this an old film? Yeah, this is from the six. This is a yeah. This is a sixties um, you know, one. It's probably one of his most well known ones, but or as far as westernized or uh, you know, because all it, I always found it very funny that all 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 the best westerns are based off of Japanese samurai movies. And this is yeah definitely in, in that. And this, if you watch this, and then you watch like uh, Clint Eastwood's like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly or whatever, it's basically like the same movie, but. Uh, Spaghetti Western and you yeah, know, like, Spaghetti Western with Samurai, yeah, yeah, definitely a lot more music and you know less, you know less, you know quiet. But um, so, but and I, and I don't know if it was like an, it's, but I, you know, I don't know if it was a aesthetic choice or if it was just you know, because I think they tended to not use a lot of dialogue in a lot of those, you know, at least um, samurai films at the time because. You know, it was mainly all about the action scenes, but this one is actually, I think, a little bit more artistic in its choice of that. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, and, it, you know, it's weird because I think if you watch like 90% of movies that come out now, it's not at all like that. It, it, yeah. Something has to be, there has to be some sort of sound. And I think people are just inherently like almost afraid of silence. There's I a bit of, that. yeah, there's a bit of existentialism that comes with silence because silence invites thought. Yeah. Um, and thinking is a dangerous pastime sometimes. That's true. I uh, I know you hate this example, Sinister, but I'll bring up Civil War again. <laughs> um, hey, go on. Yeah. Uh, like for me, the the dialogue conversation between you know with the with the whole team sitting down reading the Sokovia Accords, and there's no music playing. It's just showing the dialogue, and they're talking about their yeah. faring perspectives and ideas. Like that to me is very important and integral for the rest of the story because the rest of the story can't really function without that scene. But their use of silence is very important here because we as an audience are also invited to think along with them, you know, like where, where would you, where, where would you side? Where would your moralities lie? That sort of yeah. thing. So I find silence isn't used very often because at least more it's it's not used as often as anymore because because of the very nature that it does invite philosophical thought and that it does invite you know you to think about what's happening on screen or you know that sort of to that level degree of detail and uh that's why that's part of why i ended up really I think part of me really likes this movie is because of that use of silence and it feels like a dying art. Uh, yeah, I think the last the last movie I saw that was a lot like this I saw a couple years ago it was called um, The Killing of a Sacred Deer and it was probably it, it, was, it was kind of it was pitched to me as a horror movie like this one. Um, but it wasn't really horror in the way that I would I'd come to like expect in like the form of um like gore and blood and you know and violence and everything. There were some I mean there were some scenes of violence or you know what have you but it was it, I I was it was probably about 2 hours long and I found that by the end of it I I had been like I'd been so clenched like I had been so like tense like the entire time even though nothing had really like happened but nothing had ever like released it 
Yeah. And I and I was I, I, I was just thinking, I was like and then as I watched, you know, more of the kind of recent, I guess, horror fair stuff that it was calling itself horror or was under the horror <laughs> moniker was more of a um more of a psychological approach to it because I think and a lot of with a lot of the newer ones, I'll, I'll, I I I don't know if I would uh, call them horror in the same terms, but it, 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 this stressfulness, this kind of waiting, this apprehension of waiting for something to something happen, to ha- yeah. something to happen, suspense. or some sort, yeah, that that suspense, but held instead of like for one scene, it was like held throughout like a whole movie or like um, you know. And and be, and again, and I think it wasn't even just that. It was the idea of like there were all these quiet moments in between, like only like a couple of lines of dialogue, and then nothing else. And it was just kind of, it was so open that it it, it, it was, and I was so used to waiting for something to happen that I, I was just kind of waiting for that punch, you know, that stomach punch to just you know go in. And I and I didn't even realize it that how like tense it had made me. Or how un, um, un unwilling to kind of just let it be quiet and not have something happen, I guess, in my own self. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, men. What 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 a movie! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about the movie. That's <laughs> so. I guess we give a little synopsis. Uh, sorry if this is a little crazy. We're trying out a bunch of different formats, and so we're, we're, we're this is a, a, a totally different one from the last one. So if you saw the last one, this isn't at all like it, and you're really upset. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I was just thinking, st- you know, let us know which one you prefer. Yeah, well, let us know which one you prefer, but uh, don't 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 yell at us. We we we're we're, we're trying. Still um, testing phases. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Still trying but, to find uh, our identity. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, a little synopsis of this movie. Um, anyone remember the name? I don't want to keep calling. Uh, I believe it was called Men. Men. No. Okay. Joke, All right. Very funny. Very funny. Very funny. Uh, her name was Harper. Her Harper. ex was James. Okay. Yeah. So, a a woman, Harper. Uh, we open on her having a, a fight with her, I assume, either boyfriend or her husband. It's a very, uh, very nasty think, kind uh, of, you know. I think I wrote down husband. Yeah, I believe it's husband, yeah. Yeah, um, because she wanted a divorce. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and he said, well, if you leave me, I'm going to, you know, kill myself. All the classics of, you know, terrible you know, toxic. All the like, all the hallmarks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, at the, at, at uh, the beginning it was just him falling. Yeah, That's it was. It was just. Was. I think the the beginning of him falling was kind of just a hook into her. What was going on? Yeah, yeah and then we kind of transition from that to into her arriving. I think at this yeah. very very isolated village. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. Sorry, there's a lot. Of, there's a bit of flashbacking here, so it's it's hard to keep. Yeah, they all kind of blend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's, it's like it's, four flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. So with the flash, you know, with the so it's it's about her. I you know, or I'm not saying it, not it's not about her, but so essentially the 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 outset of this is it's it's her trying to recover from this very uh, traumatic um, 
experience and having her own thoughts about uh, what, you know, occurred or how responsible she was in, you know, the, the, the larger picture. Um, she has a friend who she uh, FaceTimes with every now and again, uh, pops up, and she's kind of like the the hype the hype master, I guess, of the, you know, trying uh, to... Yeah. I think she... The calmer. Enjoy, enjoy your relax. vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. A naked don't man worry about it. Yeah. Her her yeah. her friend is the the hype person for this vacation for sure. Yeah. yeah. Trying to just let her you know enjoy it and not you know overthink it or you know what have you. Um, yeah. The village has a lot of colorful characters. Uh, all named Jeffrey. You know, all named no not all <laughs> not all named Jeffrey but all looking like the same person. A, a priest named Victor. A weird child named Simon, I think. Uh, the vicar. Was it vicar? The vicar, Victor. Well, I I think the vicar is is Victor, but yeah, vicar Victor. Oh. Uh. And um, they're all they're all played by I think his name is Ray Kinnear. Or essentially, not not all of them, but they all have his face. Essentially, the only the only especially Simon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Simon is yeah. That's, that's it's a little bit of an uncanny valley. Yeah. Sadly, uh, the only thing I know this person from is Black Mirror, and that was uh, not a very he, he great episode. Seems like from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, was, I was getting that vibe. Was um, that the pig episode? Yes, yep. it was. Yep. Yeah. The pig episode. How's it going? I didn't know that until you said Black Mirror. Like, oh, that's what that's how we're Yeah, that that traumatized all of us, and I still apologize for that. <laughs> oh, I, I still think it was better than the second episode, but that's a different topic for today. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, if you want us to do Black Mirror, the pig fucker. Um, <laughs> isn't that not the title of it? Isn't that yeah. what it is? Is it? That can't so. be. That's yeah. not. It's not called that's that, not is it? I don't know what's else, but. <laughs> okay, so everybody was saying like, "Yeah, that's, like, that's not it." Um, it just summarizes the traumatic event of the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, it's probably he the, did it to save a little girl or something. I it's not relevant here. Mo- mo- moving on, uh, you know. So, it, it, I think part of the best part is that she doesn't recognize this at all. That all these uh, men are like the same person. I think Perfect. that makes it all the more weird mm-hmm. um but a lot of lot of a lot of good cinematography i think throughout this um there's there's a scene where she's just you know traveling around the, the english countryside uh comes upon a, a tunnel she uh what, what what does she do crimson oh she, she starts uh making music with the echo of the tunnel oh oh <laughs> I think we all thought it was like the theme. Yeah, because yeah. it's a later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they, and it's in the tra- yeah. they played it through the trailer. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's weird because I, I found it very relaxing. But then it with the uh, in the in the in the trailer, I also found it very like disconcerting. Yeah, it's it's I found very, it very eerie. Yeah, it's very yeah, it eerie. I, the guy stood up in the tunnel. Oh, God, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, it was relaxing in that, like, okay, she's just, you know, expressing herself, and then it turns into something like tense and foreboding. Yeah. 
Yeah. So then there's a, a guy or a figure. I'll say a figure. A figure who a uh, <laughs> stands up at the end of this very, 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 very long tunnel. Like, ridiculously long. Like, you don't even want to know. It's, like, really long. <laughs> I, I Honestly, I thought this figure that set up, I thought that was Stellan Skarsgård. It, it could oh. have been. I, I thought it was him, but I don't know. <laughs> uh as somebody who has fears of like very long dark hallways, that definitely uh, got me a little bit, or at That's least a specific spook- name. Is, is there an actual phobia for that? I'm sure it's probably just like an unknown thing. It's not even like a hall hallway. It's not even probably like specific specified. It's probably just like some catch-all term thing. But um, at least I, I I don't know. I just don't like long dark hallways. But um, that well, that could. You're, I'm assuming you're not claustrophobic because that could be no, claustrophobic. No, but... I'm not claustrophobic. No. Uh, I think it's so much the hallway part. I think it's just the dark part. But you know, neither here nor there. Don't psychoanalyze me. Uh, Do you think the figure in the tunnel was one of the Jeffs we've seen, or some that other was, guy? We that never was met? something that yeah, that was something that even after we finished it, I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be or not, or if it was kind of just supposed to be this. Um, Every guy has been Jeff, so it has I to be a Jeff. That was. Yeah, I thought that was the first introduction to the naked one. No, that guy had a jacket on. Yeah, that's what I was like. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the same. I think it was meant to be kind it was meant to make you almost think, um, uh, like, uh, or, my first or thought was, a, like, creepy homeless man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, yeah, like, yeah. tramp, yeah. Yeah, like I, I could agree with that. That's kind of what I thought as well. The, uh, the aqualong figure, if you will, um. <laughs> But uh, nobody's gonna get that. Uh, yeah. All right, let's. Keep... <laughs> uh, so you know, gets up. This figure uh, starts coming. I can't. Is he going really fast or is he going? He was. Pretty he was doing like a. Just, he was doing a double. Yeah. You know, a nice jog. I thought it was like it wasn't. He wasn't like he wasn't trying to close the distance in any like you know was, menacing was, way. You could definitely tell that he was like going. He was forward. charging. Like, yeah. yeah, like yeah, it, he wasn't gonna be stopping anytime soon, probably. Yeah. Uh, I obviously. Yeah. Sorry. On. I thought. Okay. Another thing. I thought the silhouette outline of this figure. I thought he was like in a suit and tie. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Same. Like, I got. I got that. Definitely a suit. Yeah. I don't remember if there was a tie flapping, but it was. It was. It was very. I, I'm sure if I saw that like in real life, I would shit my pants. Oh was, yeah. All of those yeah. Like would run. Oh, yeah, wonderful, was, wonderful. Satan came in his, you know, dressed up uniform to come get me. Time to leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, so I, uh, I didn't know if that was literally the Jeff we knew. I, I don't think so. He kind of had passable, a passable outfit. Yeah. I'm sure it was probably supposed to be, but I, I don't think it we, I don't think it was ever meant to kind of symbolize it. I don't think it was him. priest. No. I, I yeah. It, and it, you know what? It might have just been one of the the other three people that didn't look like Jeff, and it was just meant to, you know. Yeah, it was the policewoman. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, so she goes off running. She can't find her way back. You know, classic, you know, classic thing. She gets, you know, turned around and everything. And uh, she ends up uh, in this abandoned village, which you've talked about a little bit. Uh, and uh, she takes a picture of it in this very open field another classic uh little horror trope yeah and uh he's a naked man just standing there just you know his his, his uh sausage and two bits out 
Yes. Only, a, only, only a little creepy. It's not <laughs> yeah. just a tad bit that he was just standing I, there staring at her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Crimson, do you remember if it was this scene or if it was the only the scene after this that I laughed? Uh, it was the scene after at, at the house. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. So again, I would probably also in real life I would like piss myself, scared because that would freak me the hell out. Mm-hmm. If I was, uh, if I didn't see something, I'd take a picture. Yeah. I don't think I would have ran, but I would have definitely started walking. Well, that was the other thing. She didn't run. She just kind of gingerly like walked away. Make him way yeah, downtown, walking fast, I, I walking faster. Yeah. You sped walk. Yeah, I mean, and then yeah, you just you just left him there standing. Uh, up in his house. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's abandoned shack. Yeah. When uh, I when I saw this abandoned village, uh, I thought they were. Uh, it made me think of M Night Shyamalan's The Village, where I thought the trope was bit. going to be that. Because by the I didn't realize that the the townspeople were all the same actor until like much later. The yeah, the bar yeah. scene was the confirmation yeah. for me. I'm like, you know, the kid and the priest look very similar. Is it the same person? And then the, I saw the policeman. I'm like, I okay. I was I wasn't yeah. sure. And then the bar scene was where I got it confirmed. Yeah, for me it was the uh, probably seeing the kid was I was like okay I guess everybody in here just looks the same. Yeah, I got it seeing the first cop when the cop was yeah. uh, arresting the naked yeah. man. Yeah, I I think it, you know it's I think they did a good enough job I think with like the first three hundred well the first couple introductions where they yeah. all kind of look different and that like you know Jeff has the nose thing and then you know. Victor has the long, long white hair. Yeah. And the teeth. Victor also. Yeah, yeah, and the teeth. The teeth. Yeah. yeah, so they, I think they did at least a good job where they kind of managed to cover it up. But then if you rewatch it, you'd be like, oh, yeah. They, have very, they all have very distinct features, but yeah. Same face. Same face. Um, so then, uh, did you, did you have anything, Springs, that you wanted to you know, jump on in this these, uh, these couple of scenes? Or, uh, there was one thing they showed uh, prior when uh, it was like probably the first instance where uh, Harper was it? Make? Yeah. yeah. Um, when she's talking on the phone with her friend, mm. it starts glitching out, but oh, the yeah. images shown while it's glitching oh, yeah. out, like this weird like someone yelling like kind of monstrous yeah. looking face that's never yeah. shown or explained what that is or talked yeah. about at all what it is. It's like, oh, it's glitching out, but it's showing weird imaging. It happens two times in this movie, yeah, and it's, very, and it's yeah. never explained. Huh. I, I only this movie. Yeah, it's, everything is yeah. just like I said. Everything is up to interpretation. I, I guess I have a question for you all. Uh, kind of uh, uh, on jumping back a little bit uh, with the whole apples joke, and she arrived when she arrives at the house, uh, and po- yeah, it's the scrumping apples. Um, I got an apple of Eden kind of vibe, like. Like oh, I, yeah. I, mean, I got a, that's when I got a Garden of Eden kind of vibe. Like you know, uh, I literally wrote down uh, Eve hath come to sin. <laughs> uh, that's kind of where uh, I I I I kind of got a vibe from that. I was just curious if you all saw that as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I definitely. I made because I don't really know much. I know apples uh, have a lot of iconography tied to them, but. Uh, Adam and Eve is pretty much all I kind of linked to. So 
I thought that, but I didn't know any significance yeah. to why. Uh, I, I I will say there. it was pro. It's an interesting choice with the apple, uh, because I you know biblically there's a lot of you know it's you know knowledge, and, but it's also fertility, and it's also you know mm-hmm. it's, it's a bunch of there's a bunch you know it's a very wide you know ranging where you know again if if you're a certain you know red person that you know you see it one way and then you're different you know you see it a different way and I, I i think that was an interesting choice to kind of choose that specific one that can have such a um wide range of you know symbolism mm-hmm. uh especially you know for this film uh yeah but i, I think yeah I, I mainly saw it as the adam and eve you know sort of forbidden yeah. you know like it- Forbidden it, fruit, you know. If it is because they do refer to it as forbidden fruit, how's how's that applicable to what happened to the movie? How, how do you think it's tied? That in? was the other thing. I was like, I, I, I think I, I abstract the Adam and Eve thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how it plays in. In the abstract, like I said, there's so many abstract interpretations of this. I one of them was that I got was the idea uh, because the movie is about men, pretty much. The idea that. Uh, while women, I, I, the concept I got from where I got it is that she is still held responsible as like it's as it's part of her sin, I guess, is kind of where I got that whole Apple thing. Uh, because I, I don't know whether, I don't know what the, re, I guess the result of that affair was entirely, uh, you know, whether she was held responsible for his death via the police or not, or you know, whether she was blamed. So the very abstract thing that I got from it was that was she bears some responsibility, uh, whether it's, whether she deserves it or not, I guess. And that's, and, and maybe it's like the, um, uh, this is touching on something that goes on later. Um, but, you know, cause if we're going off of like the version of, you know, the fruit of knowledge or whatever, that she has this sort of knowledge of what was happening that nobody else is, like, privy to, I guess. Or, you know, or only sees it, you know, like, because the relationship that we touched on also was in some ways toxic and not, you know, healthy for yeah. either. You know. Yeah. But unless you were in it, you probably wouldn't see that. So she has this sort of knowledge of that, you know, mm-hmm. that relationship that other people don't have. And you know would change your sort of your understanding of it, perhaps. Uh, I don't know, Crimson. Do you have a something maybe? Yeah, that's the problem. I I don't know because Jeff said I don't eat that. It's been fruit, and it was mm-hmm. probably off the joke. But yeah, and then he's like, that, I don't does worry that, about it. Yeah. Does that make him God? God warned Adam and Eve not to eat the apple. Well, yeah. But then he plays off the show. Person, All men were made in Jeff? God's image. Uh, what's next? Are you saying just Jeff is the indicator of God, or are you saying the collective of all these clones? Well, we haven't even established what the heck the clones are, or if they're clones yeah. at all. Um, yeah, uh, I'm just, it, the, the twins, in this context, it would have been Jeff, because that's... What, they've all established to have no personalities, I think, so I would say Jeff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh... I think I just got the symbolism here. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> no, the the idea of uh, 
men were created in God's own image. Yeah. Yeah, so they all look alike because they're all in, you know, or, or they're all related in that God's way. God's so. within everyone's hearts. Yeah. yeah. But they're all monsters I, I, I on the inside. What does that say? Technically, it's people. People were created in God's image. But uh, for this specific symbolism, I think they're going for the men. Yeah. The, uh, I bridge Bible version. Yeah, I got I got a bit of that too. All right. Mm. Sorry. I just wanted to drag us back yeah. to that because I thought the yeah. apple, the, the significance of the apple, I thought was, I, I was curious well, to see how that. They keep coming back to it. They, they, yeah. you know, they keep bringing up apples and scrumping and, you know, things. So, yeah. so I mean. What do you think the significance of them all falling off the tree at one point is? Because they focus on that a bit. Um, <laughs> all the apples yeah, falling yeah. off the tree. Mm. I assume that's connected. It's just danger. It's <laughs> danger. That, that's what uh, they tried Don't to stand below a character it. should be feeling at that moment. But I assume there's... It's just what happened. was changed. Remember what happened to Newton? Don't do that. Yeah, you got famous off of apples. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it's I, I I definitely think it's it might be a little bit too vague for the sake of interpretation. Uh, but it is an interesting you know choice, if nothing else, for I guess representation. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely I think it's it's definitely probably a little bit too open ended if we're all have yeah. Various, degrees of you know which i mean not a bad thing either but you know it's it's definitely hard to pin down what it what what does it mean in in you know in its entirety but um but it's a good segue because we're we're back at the house of the tree yep uh you know so quick you know a little run through i i was there a flashback at, at some point in here i think there was um, but, um yeah there's flashbacks there throughout the film i, I know yeah, yeah, they appear. yeah there was yeah. a there was a couple things yeah. here uh she had a uh like she had a bath scene uh mm-hmm. there was a reference because uh, she and earlier in the film she points out she can't play the piano and then we find her playing the piano here like just fine yeah yeah so yeah. she lied and then I thought it was interesting because there's sinned. a. She, I thought there was also interesting because I, I at this point I was looking more for visual cues on the story to kind of fill in the character a bit. I noticed that there was a chess set earlier, and then the chess set in this scene was there were all white pieces. There were no black. Whereas with the earlier scene, there was a black. Uh, uh, there was a black set for the chess board. Oh, I never caught that. I, I wrote that down yet? too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I I thought that was interesting. I because I thought the implication was like, okay, so she's not playing a game. Uh, I was I was curious to where the, uh, to see if that symbolism would be yeah. picked up later at all. So I ended up noting that down. Um, well, it it may have actually. There's because, a couple things that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say there's that one. I don't know. It's kind of towards like after halfway through the film, uh, where she's running down the stairs. I think it's after the bathroom thing, but she's running down the stairs and going out the front door. But then it goes back to her running down the stairs, but this time with a knife. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if, like, that's two indications of herself, or one is what she's thinking, you know, just all these interpretations of it. But that could connect to, you said, chess set of both white sides, if there's, you know, if it's her against her own self. Yeah. Oh, interesting. 
Yeah, that's kind of what I read with the, like, when when she lied about, you know, uh, being able to, or not being able to play the piano. I You know, it, in some way, maybe she's running from her true self, and by covering it up, she doesn't have to face it in some way, or she doesn't have to own up to anything, maybe, or... Mm-hmm. Whether, whether, or I guess whether she has to own up to anything is her own, you know, it's her own self, you know, or her own version of what she thinks she has to own up to. But yeah, I, I didn't know how to to read that because I I know personally if that was me that lied about the piano, it's because I Jeff would have asked me to play something that I didn't want to. Oh, maybe. Oh, <laughs> it, it might just have been be like avoiding talking or, or, yeah, or kind like of that. or this It'd be kind as of trivial as that. Or, you know, maybe even, like, this idea of having to um, present yourself to, to some... You know what I mean? Like, having to almost, like, exhibition yourself, I guess, to somebody. Yeah. Or, and kind of... Well, and also, uh, if we're, you know... we Once we get to what happened in her last little relationship, maybe the idea of opening up to somebody is, you know, is very raw. And so that, that is it. And, you know... As a musical person myself, playing for other people is a very um, not not, not traumatic, you know. But it's a it very can be stressful. Yeah, yeah. It's it's stressful. It's an emotional experience, and it's you know you're you're kind of opening yourself up to to yeah. somebody a little bit. Yeah, there's um, a there's a reason why I don't read my writing out loud to people. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it it, it is this kind of a you know it, it it's a very trust. You have to trust you know somebody i think to mm-hmm. obviously i think more for writing than music but you know it, it's you know oh, it's the same thing you're creating yeah. something it's whenever you're creating something you're expressing yourself so a uh, yeah. similar experience there don't want to degrade either one <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah so I, I i don't know that there's a lot again a lot of stuff we can read into in this one um i i i, I didn't notice most of this stuff uh myself so it's a uh, Interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's also things they could have thrown in without having a payoff. Yeah. Like the, yeah. The chess, the the, the chessboard could literally mean nothing. Uh, yeah. It means something. They 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 pointed out the axe at the fireplace. Yeah. Me, like I thought it was going to be a Chekhov's gun scenario. Yeah. And she grabs it later, but she doesn't yeah. use it. Uh, yeah. At least on screen. Um. So uh, I don't know. Things could mean things, or they could not mean anything. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think it's uh, almost in a way like uh, on purpose to sort of use the? They, or, you know, they could be tropes. They could be trying to pull us in certain directions with expectation and just not doing them. Yeah. So I can see. I can see that. Yeah. Um. But uh, this the scene coming up. Uh, I I. It was immediately where I, I was totally at ease and it wasn't really in a horror. <laughs> uh, one, one more thing, sister. You, oh, you asked if there was a, a flashback yes. scene. Um, the, there was, and the one that was shown... That I, that I mentioned in the, in the beginning. Yeah, this is, when, no. this is the one where her husband okay. punches her, right? After oh, yeah. they're scaring, after they're trying to scare each other, that scary talk, that, like they're trying to scare each oh, other yeah. almost, like intimidate uh, one another, and then uh, she... He punches no, her. No, that's that's the third one. The second one, which is after the field, is her seeing his impaled body at the bottom of the fence. Oh, you're right. Yeah. 
Uh, yes. That okay. was, uh, that made me, yeah, that made me like, really, yeah, that made me really nauseous. Yeah. Is that, is this where the, uh, okay. So for the house scene, is this also where like, she's doing business stuff over the phone and yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's when her friend pointed out the guy in the, in the photo. Yeah. Something. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going over that. Uh, Yeah. I guess now that kind of ruins my little thing, my little segue. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. This oh, I'm sorry. What I was at a, no, 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 no. I'm joking. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, I was really disturbed by that 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 body impaled on the the fence, and then all this scene really really put me at ease because I was like really, was, um, you know, I laughed at this next scene just because of how because there was really no music, it uh, was funny to me i don't you know because if it, if a it music didn't play i would have been really tense but instead it, since there wasn't anything i could kind of just view the scene like normal like or you know without any sort of degree of mm-hmm. and yeah the, just seeing the naked guy just wandering around in the background uh was was really funny to me oh yeah cause this, this is where he this is where he shows up and starts snooping up around her house yeah and just like yeah following her around in the window and just like pu- pushing himself against it yeah uh, she's and she doesn't, and she doesn't see him. A friend of, of a tour for yeah. and the guy's just in the background. Well, because I was just, yeah, I was just waiting for her to to see him. Yeah, and it wasn't happening, and it was like making me more and more um, uh, uncomfortable in the way of like I I I needed to laugh because I it was I, that was the only way I could like comfort myself. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It was a comfort laugh. It was well. It was an uncomfortable laugh because I laugh at things that are uncomfortable sometimes. But uh, and just because it looked kind of silly. But uh, I'm sure it's. It, I would not want that to actually happen to me. In yeah. Real life. I would not find it funny in real life. But. No. Uh, yeah, and so then obviously, and then he tries to break in cause when she sees them. I don't, yeah, I, yeah. Tries yeah, to like get him through the mailbox. On the door and yeah, she calls the police. And they put a they put a jacket over him so he can't see his nudity. Well, yeah. Um, before the police arrive, this is when they do the James hitting her flashback. And they really just littered these throughout. That was really close. Yeah. Yeah. He hit punches. Does he like? Does he punch her or does he like open hand her or something? I think it was matter. open hand. Yeah, because uh, it was like some serious. She, she, she got blood from, from it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was open hand. <laughs> like that. Uh, <laughs> it was a, it was a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one one could be a bruise, and one could be a broken nose. I guess. Uh, I mean, if I had cool. to, I would rather take the open hand, but I, both would be bad. I'll yeah, say. The there's 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 no winning here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, and then she, yeah, she she obvi- as anybody would tells him to get the hell out and leave, right? Or is that later? Uh, I uh, think that, I that's. Don't if that's I don't it. think that's this scene, but yeah, that, that might be the later one. Yeah, well, as we get as we get our full context, this is not doing. Yeah, yeah, this one was more like a setup for yeah. that almost. Yeah. yeah. Like it, yeah, it, was, all I know it was James hits her, so I, I don't. I think I think, I think that's where this. I think that's pretty much where the scene ends. Is she gets knocked to the ground. Um, the flashback ends, and then we cut to her being interviewed by the police. 
I think. And it's the, the only other woman in the entire movie. The woman police officer. What, why? What, what, why? What's the significance? What's is their significance? <laughs> and why does she look like Jeff? I, <laughs> I don't know. That would look disturbing. Yeah, we were, me and Crimson were trying to figure it, you know, trying to figure it out, and we just couldn't. We, we, uh, without, like, there being probably some, like, really leapfroggy meaning, we couldn't think of anything. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the... Because if they were going, like, the, the men are bad route, then the other police officer wouldn't have been helpful, but he, he was in that scene. Yeah, they were both, like... So, so it, wasn't like yeah. it wasn't like the woman was helpful and the guy wasn't. They were both doing their job. Oh, uh, I was so trying I, to... I don't know what could have been... Well, I I don't know because ten I think like the 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 woman police officer definitely seemed more um she was more compassionate I think more compassionate about it but that's like the only thing like they were both I thought she also kind of like was kind of pushing it off a little bit I mean in the way of like oh he's just a drunk guy or a crazy guy or whatever mm-hmm. you know don't worry you know not not a threat or you know something yeah, yeah she was doing that as well. I don't know what they were trying to tell us with that. I, I'm trying to remember the context of the conversation because I, I I agree that she yeah, was more she was more sympathetic or more if not sympathetic she was empathetic. I'm yeah. trying to I don't remember the exact details of their conversation because I yeah it was a very small scene yeah not a do you have any thoughts um, on it, Yeah, I'm trying to is this this the scene after after hitting yeah or this during is the, hitting. Yeah, yeah, when the cops are talking interviewing, to him and, yeah. and, and, and arresting the, the naked the guy. Yeah. Okay. yeah, the cop interview uh, after the uh, the guy like is at her, at her house and everything, and you know, okay. watching her. Uh, not really. She she asks her kind of standard questions. Yeah, uh, and it's nothing out of the ordinary. She just. It just seems kind of normal because she's not freaking out over the questions being asked like the priest later. Yeah. Um, but it's also not her, – her reaction is just mostly from the situation of what has occurred, not of uh, anything. Like she's not I – don't, I, I don't think she even notice, or notices or points out how they all look alike. No, right? no, so no, no. I guess this this female cop talking to her is – I guess a to kind of hide that up and be a comfort, uh, but it doesn't. It's never. It's one of those things that's not brought up of like why is this one lady, you know, just in the mix of all this, or if she's even from this town because this is the one and only time she's ever shown. She's not like at the pub later. She's not walking around the the village. Um, so. Are you saying you think she was there to prevent the reveal that they're all the same? Uh, I, th- I think there's one one aspect to it. Yes. Yeah, I, I that did because delay my initial partner, reaction that they were the same. Yeah. Yeah, her partner she came with is very briefly shown handcuffing him, the naked guy out in the in the lawn, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I guess that could be. At least an I mean, yeah, I, I feel like probably, uh, yeah, the, uh, I, I could, if, without any other sort of, I guess, alternatives, I could, um, I could surrender to the fact that 
it's probably just a little bit of a uh, uh, bit of bait and switch. Yeah, yeah, bait and switch. Red herring, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, because I think all these, all the char- all these men characters shown, all have these intentions, depending mm-hmm. on what they are. Like the priest is like very uh, wants to know about her her uh, sexual experience. Uh, the kid just wants to play a game. Jeffrey wants to make sure she's comfortable. Like they all have these intentions for her, but this other female cop, nothing is very yeah. you know just just person to person talk. Job. Yeah. Yep. Going about her business. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, w- would you think that would maybe so, illustrate to the like the tropes of men having ulterior motives, uh, not necessarily of this? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Like you know, not necessarily. Like, not that you know, like Victor, who's like a priest or whatever. Not all priests are you know like that, but you know, just the idea of that. All of the Catholic ones. Be, like, the the specific vices or the specific issues that would arise, you know with men in general, or, you know, the, the, the archetypes of men, I guess. For how well, this movie is portraying it, I'd say yeah, or more, more so in the yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaning towards the, the yes. Then there's the guys at the bar, though. Like, they, they didn't really have yeah. anything. I think that was... I think that was legitimate. The bar, the bartending scene is legitimately there to serve the purpose of, hey... We had to let him out. And the other one is also, for those who haven't noticed yet, the repeating faces. This should be yeah. confirming it. Yeah. And by letting out letting out the naked guy. Yeah. <laughs> the naked guy. Yeah. Well, we don't, the there's no name for him, so we're just calling him the symbology. I just have him labeled as nature in my notes because I have no idea what else to call him. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I think the only the last scene we have at the house is pretty much them, uh, her friend encouraging her to stay. Like you know, she's hyping the vacation up again. Like this is your vacation kind of thing. Yeah, don't let that guy ruin your experience. You need to heal. Uh, don't let that guy ruin your experience. Yeah, you need to heal. <laughs> then, yeah, uh, yeah. she goes to the church, isn't it? Right. Yes. Yeah, she goes. Which is like one of the oldest like parishes or something in in the village or one of the something yeah, like that. Okay, yeah. And then just breaks down crying. Oh yeah, does she cry? Oof, man. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let me see <laughs> that podium that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to describe what's on that podium or? Uh, <laughs> I'll describe what's on the front. Okay, um, I'll just a, uh, Appears to be a man with a leaf face. Um, that's, that's how I viewed it as. Yeah. And then, plant, and then there's the backside that Harper couldn't see, but the audience but, did. Yeah, but the audience sure did, uh, which is of a a woman with a wide open uh, vagina. Putting something up there, right, or spreading it, or no, spreading it, spreading yeah. it, yeah, spreading it wide open on the opposite side. So, yeah. Did anyone have thoughts when that was shown? I uh, with it... the stonework and the, like the time lapse of shadowing mm-hmm. to to go over it. I never really got a good understanding of what I was looking at etched in the stone. Uh, I thought the boobs were actually two eyeballs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, didn't, I didn't fully understand what I was looking at. Uh, uh, I thought face 
something yeah i saw i thought the same thing at first until it kind of you know once the shadow play was yeah. kind of done i i thought i saw i saw the eyes as well before it kind of panned out for us to see um is this the one with all the faces? This is also the one with all the faces on it, though, right? Or is that a different one? No, it's a all the faces. difference. Okay. No, this one's just, like, the two-sided, and it's got, like... Okay. Yeah. Got the, yeah. They only show two. Well, they, it's only, they only show two, but it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. I, I, I mean, it just fed into sort of my, like, little... I was like, oh, yeah, the whole pagan, you know, fertility-based thing. Which, uh, I, I, I will say, this was the part, because... Uh, after Sprinks uh, watched it, because he saw it first, uh, with his mom, I might add. Uh, yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Not as the best idea, but you know, well, you this, never know. This was on our. This was on our. You know, list yeah. of things we said. You know, good. I, I, will say, I said okay. Reason, yeah, the reason behind you watching it with your mom, I can completely understand, but uh, I, I, I think probably not going to do that one. Again. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I came out of it going. Eh, we probably don't need to see that again. So, yeah. but, uh, so Sprinks was, uh, you know, trying to, can, you know, tell us, you know, warn us without spoiling. And I thought, I, I kept thinking, this was like my apprehension. I, I, especially once I saw that podium, I was like, oh, this is going to be rape. And that's, that, that's, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was my thought process as well with the yeah. Sprinks' warning. I was like, oh, yep, yeah, that's a rape. I don't know yeah. what else we're discussed. Franks. He's the, he's the gore guy, so can't be anything yeah. angry. And then this is where we get our full flashback, right? Yeah, this is the the um the the apex oh. flashback or the the last part of yes. it. Yes. Yeah, from the, yeah after she that's when she now, like, screams that, and cries. Yeah. Is that before or after the priest walks in the background, looks at her, and then just walks away? Uh, I think that's after that. I, I, I think it's the priest walking first. Right. I I have it in my notes where. She had her flashback, breaks down and crying after the flashback is done, and that's when the priest walks in and then leaves. Yeah, he's he's very uncomfortable with the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I assumed that he was just leaving her to grieve at first. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at, at first, yeah. He was stewing a plan. He was yeah. He was concocting a a nasty scheme. <laughs> Um, and then I think she, she leaves, or do we want to talk about the flashback at all? Or, we kind of touched on it a bit. I don't know if we want to just talk about the whole thing now. Yeah, we could probably... Is this, is this the divorce talk? Yeah. This is the divorce talk, and this is, I think this is the one where she's chasing him away as well, right? Yeah. yeah like this one written in my notes. Yeah, so the, I, this uh, is, like, I, in my notes, it, I, I, it's just like, this is after... She she's yelling at him after he hit her, and you know, and obviously, and she sort of chases him out of the house, which is also very understandable. And uh, yeah, and this is where I think he. This is where we see the the sequence of him falling off as well. Like we don't see yeah. how he fell off. Yeah, but, but did he jump or did he slip? Yeah. yeah. He he, well, flipped, well, he was looking for a better place to jump. Did it look like he was trying to get back in to that, like, go to that balcony? No, they don't. They, I think they strategically don't show no. it. Yeah. The only thing, yeah. Yeah, the only thing they show in it is that he's, the way he was positioned is he's looking towards her. Like, looking yeah. towards the building. He's facing away. Like, 
Yeah, like I they Which to they... me makes it think he didn't jump. He was either trying to climb down, slipped, or yeah. he was It's very much from her perspective, from Harper's perspective, so I yeah, they're very ambiguous of whether it's uh her fault or not. Or whether it's his fault or like his choice, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Um which I think is probably the best way to go about, I guess, something of this nature is to keep it as open, open-sided as possible. But mm. um, so then she she leaves and uh, she across a little boy with a with a little, with a very disturbing uh, lady. The, the yellowed mask. hair mask. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it looks like something straight out of Black Mirror. <laughs> Yep, I I didn't I didn't go to Black Mirror. This I actually went to strangely Hot Fuzz, and I don't uh, just because of all the masks uh, in that movie. Yeah, I'm like, a little bit, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of Hot Fuzz and a little bit of Black Mirror and a little bit of We Happy Few probably. Is yeah, in there. yeah. Uh, and yeah, he says some really bad words. Some really well, he was trying to be nice at first, and then he was, yeah, but then he hide and seek. Yeah. But she 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 refused to play with him, and then he turned up the uh, the vulgar the vulgarity in the language. Fucking bitch. There's <laughs> no stupid bitch. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was stupid, stupid bitch. And the the, the vicar uh, shushes him away. Or yeah, yeah, the priest comes around. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and they have a little discussion. I kind of like uh, the 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 lull, I guess, into his character is that he admits that he saw her grieving and left her to, and left her alone to let her grieve. Yeah, that was a bit of a lull for me. I'm like, okay, I don't outright hate you yet. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. this scene is probably the worst looking scene of the whole movie for me. Uh, yeah, it's not great. Because yeah. they played with depth of field a lot in this movie. And they cranked it to 11 on here, where it looks to almost like a green screen, even though I don't think it was. Uh, yeah. The background was so blurry and looked very weird. Uh, yeah, compared to everything else where everything is so lushly detailed. Yeah, it lo- looked weird with the very incredibly blurry background yeah. and the crisp uh, Priest and Harper. Yeah, we were, I think we, yeah, we discussed it a little bit and we're like, it's probably like the last thing they had to film or something and it was rushed because it's it's just not on the on the par with all the rest of the, the the cinematography in this and though they still managed to inject some symbolism in it there's a knockdown cross oh. yeah that's a, that's a good amount yeah. yeah um but yeah they have a, a what what appears to be a fairly you know philosophical and, and yeah. it certainly starts out that way yeah yeah, yeah. And she, you know, reveals all this, you know, all the, 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 all the, I guess maybe all the secrets she's been kind of keeping into herself, like this whole time, or you know, her, her knowledge term. from the yeah. apple tree was yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what, what does he, uh, what does he say about about it, uh, Crimson? Oh, what once they uh, sit on the bench? Yeah, once they sit on the bench, and she kind of lets out. Oh yeah, he, you know, said he. If I ever left him, he would, you know, commit suicide, and I threw him out, and then he, you know, he died. And well, I don't, I don't remember any particular quotes. It was just him like blaming her, trying yeah. to make her feel guilt. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was like um, 
she uh, yeah, she told him that he hit her, and then he, the priest asked, "Well, did you give him a chance to apologize before you threw him out?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, that was. I was. Just, oh God. Uh, that that was that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I didn't laugh out loud or anything. I. I do like that the priest explains kind of her guilt back to her a lot more calmly because obviously she's not calm right now. She's very emotional. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, it yeah. it is a very interesting. Um, I think my favorite dynamic. my favorite quote does come out of this scene is, uh, "Do you prefer things to be uncomfortable or true?" Uh, oh. But uh, obviously, the the scene starts to turn a little bit after that. Yeah, because he puts his, his hand on her, on her thigh yeah. and just leaves it there. Yeah. Uh, Sprinks, do you remember That's, any more of this? It's a sign of comfort. Sign of comfort. It's a sign of comfort. I was okay with it at first because, like, okay, I was initially uncomfortable and then. <laughs> so I was initially uncomfortable and then it kind of went little more into the philosophical end of the conversation and then it started to get uncomfortable again so like it went it, there was a pendulum swing there um yeah, that has two meanings a pendulum swing yeah comes back later yeah. uh yeah and then, he, and then, yeah, then she gets up in a huff right or she gets, yeah. she gets mad storms off yeah and more Obviously, yeah after after and after what does he, and then what does he do after well this is after he he first he accuses her of like it's saying like, like do you, fault, yeah yeah that's when that's when she storms off in a huff because i mean i would <laughs> too yeah <laughs> um yeah he brings out chapstick Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a weird thing. He's got chapstick, and then he like he touches the spot where she was sitting, and like smells it. Yeah. Yeah. Rest, resting her hand where she was, and like, oh, you're just a Catholic. Okay. All right. Uh, Thought you. I thought you were a character first, but no, you're just Catholic. That sucks. I mean, that's a character. Uh, then, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't remember what happens exactly after. I think there's like a there's a transition with the dead deer. Right? Yeah, we have we have we have a dead deer and God statue visuals, and I thought this yeah. sequence was very interesting, like symbolically. I uh, I don't like the the dead the dead deer like uh, missing an eye when you see a dandelion seed fly into it, and then you know the decomposed deer has like things growing out of it and. Stuff like that. Yeah, they're definitely like nature parallels. Yeah, um, and this is deer. we got a god statue visual as well. I think in here as well. So, mm. um, Good God. Uh, as yeah, I mean, other than like the visual aspect of it, really, I don't know if there's much to. Anybody? Yeah, anybody I mean, have anything? Some, some connection to nature. I don't, I don't yeah. know what they're implying. Just like we're all one with nature. Once we die, yeah. I don't know. About uh, it's really relevant. Yeah, I thought it was. An, I thought it was an indication of a time lapse to show like a time jump, but it didn't. It could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know if this is like the following day. What happens after the fact? But it, it was really. It yeah. It was just a sign yeah. of nature for transition. Yeah, I think I read it as a time lapse at first, as far as like the story itself. But I, I think it was more to yeah. There was some. I think it was more just for symbolism 
with yeah. the added bonus that you could like time lapse is to show that okay well we're going into the night time or whatever yeah, yeah so, so. We, we decompose the deer and then we have one more visual before we kind of open up into the pub is we have the melody playing that she was singing into the tunnel we have that playing while the uh the the naked man uh sticking a, sticking a leaf in his head and yeah he cutting himself and putting a leaf cutting, in his yeah head. i have uh i don't think i've ever seen that visual before no it's uh, very unique yeah. i'll give it that yeah, <laughs> i don't uh, yeah, I, was, I was like i don't think i've ever seen somebody do that i've seen pins sticking into somebody's head but never a leaf yeah, so. it, it reminds me of that uh, teleporter episode in Enterprise, where there was a windstorm, and they uh, teleported out someone, and they were just filled with leaves. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> reminds me visually, but it's not exactly because he didn't cut himself to <laughs> put leaves in him. Yeah, I thought this is this is where I I got more solidified. Like I think. That this the the naked men is supposed to represent nature, or like mm-hmm. the very very um, caveman aspect of man, which were the two yeah, I always which are the two I more probably yeah probably more specifically like men's or a man's relationship with nature and some you know or like the man's place maybe maybe like, I I didn't or, I, like I said I didn't get those two I got the other two that I mentioned yeah, <laughs> so like I, I said maybe, very very, very like, abstract. No, no, it's. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I would, I would, if, if I had a choice between, I think there's a specific thing or an abstract thing here. I think it's probably going to be more abstract. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. I didn't really read much into it. No, I'm sure there's something there. Yeah, the. I, 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 yeah, the only thing I keep coming back to is just, and especially because they represent, I guess, quote unquote, the you know nature as you know in the naked man. Mm-hmm. It is from like this male sort of fertility aspect of some, you know, or like for the virile, you know, or something like that. Yeah. It's interesting that they would choose like a man, you know, or, or a, a, you know, not a, I think I, I generally, and, and this is, you know, you know, this is just my own personal opinion. It's not, not, not how it actually is, but I, I would, I always read nature more as feminine than, you know, uh, so when you know, but there's well, you know, there's like, well, it comes from the saying of Mother Nature, right? That's yeah, that's that, that's yeah, what really yeah, defines yeah. it is like giving it a feminine yeah. acro, uh, feminine it, moniker. Yeah, that it's it's subjective. I mean, it, it you know, there's no like one answer. So it, it was interesting to me that they had him more as you know a male ver- or I, mean, I guess you know a nature and you know maybe even just the nature spirit as as a you know male. Yeah, that was interesting. It seems like a box. I can't remember. It's a weird room. I I thought like a crypt of some kind. Without yeah, it, it yeah. Weird. It looked like it was a crypt at first. I actually thought it was like a a broken off branch in the tunnel. So like yeah. he that this was him literally hearing her sing. Uh, but the crypt aspect makes a little more sense. I mean, we did just come off a cemetery. Yeah, at the church. So yeah, maybe he was there. Who knows? Maybe that's where the cops thrown him. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, I'll just leave him out there. Thanks. I mean, that could help. Sure. Maybe, maybe that's saying like he was never held in prison. Like as soon as they put him in the police car and drove away, they just let yeah. him out. Maybe. 
because of how everything is playing out, and that kind of takes us into the pub scene. Yeah. She, yeah. she goes down for a point. Yeah. This, for me, was the confirmation that all the actors were the same. But yeah. I was pr- I was pretty sure, once I saw the priest and then the kid, that was pretty sure. And this was yeah. just made a certainty. Yeah, with the kid, I'm like, there's something going on here. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, the, the bar was confirmation for me as well. The bar. The bar. See, 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 Jeff. Good old Jeff. Good old Jeff, nice guy, concerned for Harper, wants to find yeah. out about the naked guy in the yard. Yeah. Trying, trying to him. hit on her very, very politely, but, you know. Who was the cop talking? I don't remember. He was talking to someone. That's I think he was just talking was to the bartender or something. Yeah, I think he was just talking to the bartender. Yeah. Just asking, like, hey, can you give me, you know, this or that or whatever? Just, you know, had to let a prisoner go or something or, or something like that. It was offhanded, I know. It wasn't like, you yeah, know, like... Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of who he talked to. Because Harper didn't ask. He, it was just... She overheard I, it. I think it was probably the bartender because I don't remember anyone else at the bar. It was Jeffrey, the cop, and Harper. No, they, no, they showed tables of. Mm-hmm. There were, there, yeah, like I think there was. No, there was. Yeah. I meant the, the, the bar stand. Conversation. There wasn't. There was another person sitting at the bar. Like so, Harper was in between oh, Jeff and another person, Jeff, but the other person I was. Might, I think Jeff might have brought it up because you know he was like uh, the guy who was scrumping my apples. Or something. He brought up scrumping again. Yeah. Maybe maybe that. I know he. I know he talked to him after he, or after you know it came up that he was like, um, I had to let him go or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He maybe Jeff, Jeff, Harper was Harper was talking about it to Jeff, and then maybe the cop overheard Jeff and said it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or commented Probably. on it. Either way, I, I, uh, even if we don't remember, yeah. it, it made Har- sense. Yep. By the way, Harper finds out the guy got released. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Not happy about it. No, no, she gets you? upset. Just, <laughs> yeah, but the cop, the cop makes it pretty clear, like he didn't really do anything bad. Yeah, yeah I mean, they don't have any reason to hold him. Mail. I mean, it was it was public indecency, but you know. yeah, they, they had no ID. He didn't try to hurt her or anything. He didn't, you know, didn't, you know, didn't make any physical contact. So yeah, no. Yeah. Maybe we did skip a day, so like they did hold on to him for twenty four hours, but then you uh, know. Probably. Maybe, 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 maybe you're, maybe you're right, Springsteen. Maybe that transition is to show that we did do a time skip, like, a, of a day, uh, or at least. Well, we're also assuming that these people are real. Yes, we are. We, we haven't talked about we'll, what these people are. Yeah. We, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, is that pretty much it from the bar? Just the I think so, and then she goes home. Well, yeah. yeah, and then she's yeah, and then she gets scared because she can hear. Yeah, uh, stuff. yeah. she walks yeah. home and we find out naked guys following her again. And she yeah. almost is this, goes is back this to the dandelion part. No, uh, not quite. No, she almost okay. goes back to the uh, back to the pub, but then she's like, "No, I'm just gonna yeah. go back to the house." Yeah. Tough it out. We know the we know the naked man is near the church at this point. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, behind she's a tree. Yeah, she starts just like booking it, booking it, just straight up down this cobblestone path. Just book her doing it, book her doing it, book her doing it. Uh, yeah, Uh, and this is probably where like the most horror of this, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty chaotic. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) a lot happens in these next uh, few scenes. Um, 
we know i i remember her trying my notes say i just have axe one word as she gets home yeah i have that written down too yeah i was yeah it shows axe up yeah uh and then i know she tries to contact her friend but yeah and to, to get her to come cut, over yeah yeah they cut disconnecting yeah yeah that's that's where this is where i noticed the face more because i thought i was you know i thought it was me the first time like okay there was something there and then this one was the confirmation i'm like okay something is there uh so uh the friend tries to get directions to come visit and harper texts her the address but then simon the hide and seek kid texts back saying don't worry i already know where you are you stupid bitch. <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Then I don't remember what happens next. Uh, the power goes out, right, or something like that, or yeah, yeah we got is that when she sees the cop in the yard. Uh, power goes out, and she goes out to check the breakers. I think is what happens. Yes, yeah, and then here's like a crash in the um, kitchen. Mm-hmm. And. Well, yeah, the, the window breaks. She, she grabs, grabs a knife. A she grabs a knife, yeah. Thinking that the, the cop is breaking in, I think. Uh, yeah, or something like yeah. There's and then and then it's the barman, the, right? Is it the barman? Okay, so like I okay, so let me let me let me list let me list it down. Okay, so kind of blends together. Okay, so the there is a flash where the cop is standing outside, and he's not talking. Disappeared when lights turn off. And this is where it shows the, the I think all the apples on the ground, and yeah. then it shows barman rushing the door, ignoring her questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was later. Okay, yeah, that that would add up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then uh, the window crashes. She's got the knife. She's you know terrified, and then I think Jeff comes Jeff in. Enters. Yes, yeah. yeah, and he and finds you know, out it's just a bird. And he, he everything's it. okay. He yeah, was it. was it was it the barman that kind of forced her back into the kitchen? Because I don't remember if there was something specific that came into the kitchen after her. If it was nature guy, naked guy, or no, the guy charged. She closed the door on him. Yeah, and broke the window in the kitchen. Okay, we didn't see anyone in the house at that point. Okay, Jeff coming in because um, you heard her scream. Jeff is such a sweet yeah. man. For now, and and he like goes out and investigates. Yeah, and he says, "My father always told me you'll never be a military man or something like that." Yeah, precisely the qualities of a failed military man. I think is. He's like, yeah, yeah. You have precisely the qualities of a failed military man. He's like, I don't know what he meant by that, but I hope to prove him wrong. And you know that was kind of endearing, you know. Yeah. A little bit. Uh. Uh, yeah, so Jeff looks around. The lights start flickering. Jeffrey and yells. Jeff disappears. Yeah, Jeffrey yells. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Light, lights go off after Jeffrey yells. So, I think, like, he's shouting, like, daring something to come and get them, pretty much. Like, he's, yeah. he's, he's going to go out and patrol the property. And mm, as he shouts, the lights all turn off. And then, I think, the naked man takes yeah. his place then this is the scene springs you wanted to talk about here you go just like the naked man appears again in the front 
Well, the, the the entrance of the house has like this tall hedge kind of around, so it's hard to see like the the front driveway um, or the the lawn to the left or right, so and it, the trees it does have to a the weird left. Layout. Yeah. Kind of weird uh, layout. But yeah, there's a little opening in the hedge on the right, which is where the naked man comes in, mm-hmm. uh, and he has more more cuts and leaves on his face. Yeah, he's more. Uh, he looks more bloodied up, pretty much. Yeah, and Harper doesn't necessarily. Harper doesn't run, just like slowly backs yeah. up and then just stands still. Freaking hypnotized. Yeah, and yep. then he like blows dandelions at her out of the palm of his hand, it's which makes her go slow in, motion. Yeah, yeah and then and I got I trance drug state. Yeah, I feel like it's I got the idea of, like I I heard a, like sound audio effects of like a splash, you know, like a. Yeah. You know, getting hit with water. Like a money shot? Yeah. Uh, and then I got... <laughs> this is this is also... Is this also where she's, like, drowning in a tub? Right? Is this uh, that was earlier. That was earlier. I don't remember okay. that. I think that's later. Okay. Later? Okay. Later, earlier, now. I got, I, did, I got the kind... that One of the symbolisms I got from this is the idea is that God is watching or judging. Hmm. The, the idea that... Uh, well, like the god is just kind of watching and judging her as this is going on. I didn't really get much more. Well, if this if this is connected to not only here in water, but if it is followed by the bathtub, it could be like baptism. Yeah, maybe possibly baptism by. When I saw it, I I read it more as this, uh, which spoiler it didn't end up happening. I, I thought of it more as like this impregnation almost because of the seed and the uh, going inside of it. Oh, oh yeah. that's an, yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, they've also had this thing where where they've been showing dandelions throughout film. On yeah. her first walk through the forest, it focused on one falling and putting her into focus, and then the deer corpse, and now he's got a whole bundle of them blowing in her face. So, yeah, I agree. There's got to be something to do with seeds. Um, and probably birth, as we find out later. <laughs> um, um, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, and it's not uh, the nature man that backs her back inside, right? Because she ends up kind of backing... In back yeah, into the house. Back in. yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Oh yeah, she just she just turns like after yeah. her fucking trip is done. She just kind of turns and walks back into the house. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, does she just close the door or does someone rush the door? I don't remember. No, she closes no, the door. She, she closes, closes the door, and, and then his hand is, just calmly enters through the mail the mail slot. slot. Yeah, and it's red, so and I kind of. Lots of symbolism here. Yeah, red hand uh, covered in blood. I took it to mean like red, long. Red hand. Yeah, I took it to mean like long fingers for like the idea of the devil kind of reaching out for her, mm. or uh, a demon, I guess. Demon, yeah. Uh, w- when she was going through the, when I was going trying to reach through the little mail slot. Um, I saw it as symbolism for birth. Ah. <laughs> uh. I'm. A person coming out of a slot, <laughs> a slit. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I mean, retrospectively, uh, that retrospectively, it's probably what it does mean because of everything else. But I that's that was that was my initial takeaway. So I thought it was supposed to be the devil kind of reaching I, for her. I initially, I didn't more, see any symbolism, but uh, well, I, 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 I didn't now. necessarily connect them. But by what writer's saying, I guess I saw it more in that aspect because to me, it looked like it was wanting a handshake or a connection of yeah. Touch. <laughs> so like that's like a you know a, a deal with the devil kind of look. yeah that's that's kind of that's kind of where i took it it's the, the devil's trying to make a contract or make a connection so i reaches out and she takes his hand and he grabs onto her tightly and then she just fucking rams a knife through it <laughs> which is you know what the appropriate response at this point rams a knife up towards the elbow is where she sticks it in yes and then the, the I guess the naked man himself pulls his arm out of the slit as the knife is yeah, you know, carving through right. him yeah. the slit to cut yeah. his whole forearm and then in between his fingers into live long yeah. and prosper as it goes out of the slit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it basically his arm is now dangling in said two pieces. Yeah. Uh from I the elbow. But, yeah. Uh, and is that when the pub guy bursts through and chases her upstairs? No. No? Because for some reason she goes in the kitchen and sees Simon, right? Yeah, he's on the you other side. Me. They, yeah. You hurt me. They talk and then he's on the other side of the door and he's like counting for hide and seek. Yeah, he, yeah. he's got the bird in his hands. Yeah. So I don't remember what he's talking about with the bird. But the, it's important to note that the that the that the that the boy also has a carved hand. That's when we realize that they're all Holy the same shit. person, yeah. like physically speaking, the same person. I, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Uh, that'll probably be one of the last times we talk about is just what is Jeff? Um, what is Jeff? Yes. So Simon wants to hide and seek with her. And gives her a head start. And I know where you are. That's a very good yeah, job. She's hiding behind the kitchen door yeah. and is in the entryway yeah. hallway as he's counting. He's mm-hmm. like, You're not making this very hard on me. Yep. No, she's just terrified. Yeah. And that's really? when the front door bursts open. Yeah. Yeah. And then chases her upstairs to the bathroom. Yeah. And she closed the bathroom door and she's. She still has the knife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then the priest walks in. The nice priest. Yeah. 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 Quotes about Agamemnon being dead. And I'm like, it was a nice, like, all right, I guess we're going to Greek lore. It's fine. Just, uh, you know. Yeah. It was definitely an odd... Uh, reference. At this point, I at this point in my notes, I put "What the fuck are you?" because I don't understand <laughs> um, what the. Um, and then does we he, see his hand is split as well. Yeah, we see his hand is split as well. Is this where he's like I like uh, a, he sees her as a swan, or there was something about a swan in this scene? Yeah. 
been honest. I don't remember a lot of what he said except the virginity thing. Yeah, yeah like, uh, he, gets, he gets really, really filthy. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, really quick. Um, yeah, so he, t- he questions her about uh, her virginity, what if she lost it, and she talks about the, like, he pictures her, like, uh, knowing all the pleasures of life and how it tempts him. Yeah. Yeah, her experience. Yeah, that's yeah, he, yeah. And, and then know, you know that's what, when he yeah. puts his split hand over her shoulder. Yeah. Or he washes it, though. He yeah, washes it. There's a scene where he washes it in the Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, the thumb, index, yeah. and middle are, like, yeah. fine, but the the ring and pinky are like limp. And yeah. I was watching. Yeah, it's disgusting. And close to body horror. Yeah. It's like, does he say something like you're singing to me as well? I have that written in my notes. I think that's he, just, that's he, just he, in his, you, does he, does he say to like a vagina? Like he like goes down and you're singing to me or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not very subtle. No, it is fucking no. not. No, 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 no. Uh, and then, and then he gets like she's like just trauma, just yeah, just like frozen in place. In fear yeah, that he gets her up onto like the counter of the sink. Like grabs her, yeah, yeah, and, and, dress a little and bit. in and my I was mind like, oh. starts yeah. the podium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh, please no, don't don't do this. Yeah, it's worse. And then she and then she stabs him. And then right. she fucking stabs him. And I, I actually. I thought this was so my my initial interpretation of this was I thought that she was lulling him into relaxing to think that he could get away with it so that she oh, could stab him part of vulnerability yeah I don't think she was thinking that clearly I no no I, no, I, think I don't she was like the dandelion but mm-hmm. yeah um uh, yeah I, I agree <laughs> And then she stabs him and goes down the stairs, out the front door. But this is this is the weird part because she she does oh, yeah. that. She goes downstairs. One part, one part runs, one part stays, one strides yeah. confident. And then it yeah, and then it goes back to the top of the stairs. But this time she has the knife, but she left the knife in him, which gave me the thought that the priest turned into her. And that was like that. the priest version because she left the knife in him, so she didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this second version of her with the knife coming downstairs is I thought was him. Well, but we I know this was a multiverse movie. I didn't oh, know how to get back to back thing of there was like two versions of her. I didn't mm-hmm. know if one was like in her mind of what she thought happened and one was the real one. I, you know that that I couldn't really figure out. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I didn't. Was real. Yeah, like I said, I don't really know which one was real, but I I left down my notes where it was like one part r- runs out sprinting, one part if you know just one one fiction of her just stays, and the other one just kind of strides confidently with the knife. Um. And then she gets in her car. Um, yeah, I don't remember her having the knife. Car. Yeah, I don't. Oh uh, yeah, the knife. and then. Yeah, so she gets in her car and he that leaves. version of her that left that house. Yeah, so the... Yeah. And then... And then gets brought up again. Yeah. So... And then I... Uh, as she pulls away, I'm like, that was... 
easy. I put in quotes because I thought the movie was going to end yeah. there. Like I'm like, oh, for a horror yeah. finale, this was that wasn't that wasn't as bad as it could have been. And then Jeffrey, Our sweet guy, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, just walking <laughs> I, the street, I, run over just. <laughs> yeah, I my my <laughs> notes my my notes for the scene as soon as I saw Jeffrey on the scene, I'm like, oh oh, Jeffrey is the last one. Of oh, fucking course he is. <laughs> Poor Jeff. Yeah. His character got assassinated right at the end. <laughs> she feels bad. So she goes back to check on him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or she doesn't she doesn't get out she just stops the car, right? Yeah. Uh, and checks the, the like rearview mirror and sees yeah. that he gets up. Yeah, he he Yeah. And then she asks him if he's okay, and then he proceeds to rip her out of the car and steal it. Yeah, and, drive away. Yeah. And then I think we have one of my more favorite screaming. Yeah. Yeah. We got one of my more favorite shots of the movie in this part, which was he rips her out and leaves her kind of just looking up at the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That's very pretty. And I'm like, you can see shooting stars as a woman stands alone in the street. And I, I don't know. I, it was a very pretty shot for me, and I, but I, I love space, if you can't fucking tell by my avatar. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I wrote that down, too. I liked the Starry Which Night. I didn't really count. get the symbolism, if there was any. It's, it's, a, nice just a, weird touch. it's a nice another touch of showing nature. Yeah, I kind of... The, the symbolism for me here was like Harper stands alone... And, like, the idea that Ooh. women kind of are, I, I guess the idea that I got was, I don't, I think it's implying that uh, women have to deal with a lot of their problems on their own. Yeah. Because society wasn't built to help them, per se. Um, that was the kind of on-the-nose aspect of symbolism that I got. And then obviously the other one was is just that she's here alone in all this by herself and she's dealing with all this by herself. So that was also kind of what I got from that. And then the idea of that the universe kind of swirling around where everyone is the center of their own universe kind of thing. Yeah. So I that's pretty much that's pretty much the symbolism dump I got in that moment. Uh, but I obviously I took this one more literally because I don't know which one to apply to such an abstract uh, <laughs> shot. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a be a hard one. Yeah. Um, I'll take suggestions so, for more. <laughs> yeah. I, I got nothing out of it. Just out of space. Nice. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I just saw the, it as the women standalone thing. I didn't, I didn't get that from there. I just saw it as another touching aspect of showing another scenery of some sort of nature mm-hmm. because it's usually, you know, always just the, the greenery it's space is something never really thrown in. So yeah. it was a nice connection. Yeah. Except, I except it, yeah. Because it was taken at night. It was the, yeah. you know, uh, I did think it, it did kind of like kind of in a good way, sort of uh, take you out of the, the film a little bit yeah. because everything before that had been fairly grounded in some sort of you know everything nature. was everything was yeah. so chaotic right up until this moment where everything just suddenly became super peaceful and quiet again for like yeah. it's fleeting because uh, Jeffrey's yeah. not done. 
but <laughs> um, it was like a nice moment to breathe, I guess. Mm. I agree. So what what does Jeffrey do? He just stands up, right? Yes. Well, Jeffrey is not Harper, but yeah. yeah. She stands up and just she sees two up. headlights. Yeah, and uh, right well, up, right? I, I, I think we hear the, the sound of the car before we see the headlights, right? Probably. Probably. Uh, I think so. Yeah. And it, it, and, and as it turns out, Jeffrey's coming back to run her the fuck over. Because, you know... Yeah. <laughs> he, Why not? He, he trying to run her over or just push her back to the house? I got the implication. Uh, I, both. I got, I got, I got both. Both, both is good. I got the running over aspect more because of the fact that he just got run over. So it's like a tit for tat yeah. escalation. Yeah. Um, they just never showed him trying to kill her throughout this. I, I, I'm sure it's more of the just getting her back to the, um, uh, you know, back to the house. But I, I mean, if you have a car and yeah. you have somebody on foot, I mean, yeah. I mean, know, I, I do have a question mark here. Or not, yeah, whether yeah. you intend to or not, you're probably gonna kill somebody. Yeah, I do have a question mark here, like because I wasn't actually sure if he was trying to run over, and I kind of wanted to bring that up to you guys. I, it, like I said, I, no, I don't think so. Yeah, he he hasn't been shown to try to hurt her. This was the one scene where I could be convinced yeah. he is, just purely because. She ran him over first. Yeah, cause if if you guys think he's trying to run over because she ran him over, she freaking cut open his arm, <laughs> and he didn't try to retaliate. Not him. Yeah, but, but I, this but this is Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeff's hand was split open too. Sweet yeah, Jeffrey. I, I think he was with the intent of hitting her because of the speed he was driving. Yeah, I mean. Either way, I guess either if it was to you know, I. I mean, he didn't hit her, but, I mean, it's kind of like the same, like, if you were, if, like, let's just say I was driving, like, really fast, and you Mm -hmm. were on foot somewhere or whatever, you know, I'm not trying to hit you, but if I hit you, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm being careful, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, So, he pushes her back to the house, and he rams the... Uh, the the lamp post out there, like there's a stone no, kind of. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's supposed to be like for like uh they have them in front of um like storefronts and stuff now. The little like uh cement blockers. Blocks. Yeah, yeah. So you can't drive. You can't just drive straight into a. You can't just. Story, yeah, yeah. Just fair enough. Want to yeah. prevent collateral damage. Uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He slammed into that with no worries in the world. <laughs> nope. I'll apply the brakes at all. Yeah. And then she kind of runs back into the yard. Uh, yeah. She gets hurt by something, right? Because uh, I, I remember her... I Maybe not. I kind of remembered her... Um, no, no, you're, you're right. So. I don't think she got hurt. She just kind of stumbles, no. falls over, and yeah. looks back. I mean, she did get... She, she has gotten a little roughed up. Yeah, but, she got uh, thrown out of a car onto concrete. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was, just, I was just remembering how this happened because I think she trips over one of the apples or stumbles over one of the apples. and. Uh, ironic. I, ironic. And then uh, the headlights kind of show a silhouette of the naked man kind of walking into the frame to focus. Oh. 
Should, should we let Sprinks describe what's yeah. about to happen? Yeah, come oh, on. No. Come on, Sprinks. This I'll, is your favorite I'll describe scene. to a point. Uh, so the naked man is silhouetted by the, I guess, the crashed car lights. Mm. Uh, and he's having, a, he's having a time. He's having a time yeah. getting, getting mm-hmm. back over. And, and a broken leg. I think either Jeffrey's banished or, you know, knocked out of the car. Um, and this time his face is like fully, fully, uh, leaf. Yeah. Leaf. He's, I, yeah. I don't know how to call it. He's uh, fully engulfed in nature for sure. In this one. Yeah. Though. And to me, he looked like a Korok from breath of the wild. Uh, okay. just that five pointed star leaf. It's funny. I went to Witcher for mine. <laughs> I went nowhere. <laughs> uh, good job. Crimson. Yep. And he takes one or two steps before it's shown, and it, it goes kind of between fall, him yeah. and Harper, and Harper's just kind of staring at him in horror. Uh, and he takes like one or two steps before he kind of stops, and you see that his stomach is expanding. He's and, got a massive belly pimple. Yeah, yeah and, he, and he gets that's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's important <laughs> to know that as well that his limbs are also broken the same way her oh, yeah. husband was. Yeah, it is, his yeah. left left ankle snapped. Uh, and the ripped his, hand, his, yeah. Yeah, the ripped hand. Um, and he, I think he takes one, he goes down on one knee, and then he falls on his butt and leans over backwards. Oh, yeah, this was uh, like a rough As the stomach is, ex, is expanding. And then he, with the music, it's not necessarily, he, he is screaming, or more just like one long yell that's, drowned out by the music because it's not the whole time as he is giving birth or it i'll say it is giving birth because it's coming out of a vagina uh his, is giving yes, his, birth his male spot. yeah his his his, male his, his male spot just splits it, apart yeah, and becomes I'll say this, this creature uh is giving birth whoa uh, and it falls over, and I think the stomach is still shown. The stomach doesn't disappear. No, and the stomach is so still up as it yeah, falls over. Just go like, back. Yeah. yeah, I presume it's dead, or it could have knocked itself out. One of the two, and what it gave birth to is a full size. It's not a baby, but it's a full sized. Uh, I believe Simon. It's the kid. Yeah, or yeah, a Simon little is, of the kid. Simon is the second one. Yeah, I think this is the. Uh, this is Jeff or... Uh, oh, is this the priest or, first? No, it's... No, pre- priest was third? Okay, it wasn't Jeff. It, yeah, it wasn't Jeff. I don't think Jeff. Jeff has ever... No. no, Jeff is no not shown, but... Uh, I think it's Simon, priest, and then I don't know who the fuck is. More, and then the last one. It gives, yeah. it gives birth four times. And by it, I mean like each each next one. Gets yeah, I I realized I realized halfway through that it was giving birth to all the ones she'd can put this in quotes killed or dealt with. Yeah. Um. But the first the first two give birth the same, and then the third one is the priest coming right? out of its back. Oh yeah. yeah. The back, yeah. I think yeah, it's giving birth out of its back. Even though they're all getting the stomach, it, the third one's coming out of its back, and then the fourth one is coming out of its mouth. Yes. That was the one that disturbed you the most? Right? Uh, I think I think the music just 
visually looking at all of them was just disturbing. All, all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have in my notes that I think the priest was the third one, and then the priest is the one that gives birth out of his back, and then uh, just an unidentifiable one because now it's in the hallway. The yeah. Shadowing is yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I thought I thought the, I thought the last one was Jeffrey. Yeah, uh, or like the, the the one after the priest was Jeffrey. And then, um... It could be, I'm not sure. Possible. Yeah. yeah, and then Harper goes back to get the axe, I think. Yes. Um... And paying off the axe, right? Yeah, yeah. finally. Yeah. And then the guy that comes out of Jeffrey gets crooked leg, and, uh... And that's kind of what was a cue for me of who was going to be... And the last one mm-hmm. uh, is her husband. It's James. Mm-hmm. James. Isn't, show, isn't really the only showing of birth is the feet. And then yeah. he just walks through the door. Honestly, yeah. the, uh, the the part that uh, disgusted me most about this was just walking on a broken foot. That was, that was what got me in this. Yeah. And then he that's sits, much, he, he sits down blooded yeah. on a white couch and I was so pissed off. But... <laughs> yeah, you and yourself was like... Gotta put a cover on that. Yeah. If he was really there. If he was really there. Yeah. So he sits down, and then Harper just sits down next to him. Yeah, and they have a, they have a little conversation, which I, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, look at, a, look at me, Harper. So I died. Yeah, I this is what you did to me, or something. Yeah. This is what you did. Yeah. And then she asks, yeah, I know, you know, like, what do you want? Yeah. What yeah. do you want from me? And he just says, I want, I want your love. And she she looks away and she's like, looks yeah, at the still axe, holding the axe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then cuts to black, and that's the end. No, no not quite. Not. No, it's not. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, you can. Good one. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. we got, got us, got us. Yeah, I honestly forgot about the the, the last scene. <laughs> uh, and the three hours later, the friend yeah. shows up. Yeah, morning is here. The friend is arrived, and she is she is noticeably pregnant. She is preggers. And the car is crashed out front, but Jeffrey's not in it. Uh And there's a blood trail. Blood trail, yeah. And they they take the care to show. Yeah. Yeah, they they show the blood. Yeah, they show the blood. And they panda Harper in like the garden area. Garden steps, yeah. Yeah. She was was she holding a dynamite? She was holding some plants. I think she was like smoking and, or uh, something. Yeah. Was she smoking? No, she, no, she had something in her hands. But, yeah, and but uh, she, was, she, she smiled, and, and, and then, she's covered in blood. Yeah, splattered with blood. Yeah. And then the credits roll, and we get like the sound of a beach. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, <laughs> didn't know what to take peace. from that. That's peace. Yeah. She's, she's at peace. Yeah, the idea that she's at peace now. Um, now it's over. How, how do you, now how, it's over. How do you guys read into that? That you know that that interaction. I I mean, obviously we we abridged it a lot in this um that, that ending because we you know so lost since we've seen this and I think we all only watched. It. But uh, how did you guys read? You know the the ending of you know the rebirth and stuff and uh, James. Oh, yeah, yeah, 
how you know what do you think that in, in, in the basic terms what do you think that I would have so said it, I would have said it was all in her head but it sh- it no it's, it points her friend noticing the blood marks and stuff mm-hmm. so my concept of what literally happened is that the police don't know uh, that her husband tried to commit suicide and so what she did is she brought the body of him with her that that was my interpretation of what uh, as a possible feasibility of what literally could happen oh, okay. so like yeah. he drive so she you know when she arrived she crashed her car and then dragged her husband's body onto the couch and is just left there for her to deal with or take revenge on so you know I, in my head she still took an axe to it and stuff like that as a literal interpretation of what happened I obviously I don't think that's what the movie's going for but I kind of like that yeah. um, and you're assuming all the Jeffs are in your head yes did she uh, actually go to those places I do Just think living she... in the house I do think she actually went to the pub. I do actually think she went to the church and had her cry. But I do think the Jeffs are all in her head. If I'm gonna take, if I'm gonna ignore all the abstract, what literally yeah. happened is is that is I think she brought the body with her because she doesn't know what to do. Like she panicked mm-hmm. and ended up bringing it with her, and I mean, with all the traumatizing memories, the, their last moments together, part of her getting over it was she took an axe to the body to kind of get her emotional satisfaction slash resolution out of it. And if it is a real body that she brought, it would explain all the the blood stains and the physicality of some of the things that have happened and why she's covered in blood at the end. So, uh, just so I'm, are you you saying that she brought the body of her husband or the body? The body of her husband. Okay. Um, like right after, like she found him and everything. Yeah, my idea is like, I, 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 and not to cut you off. I, yeah. I would. That does make sense for the most part. I, I and I, I do like that. Yeah. But unfortunately, since the her friend knew that he was dead, and that kind of like. Yes, but she like her friend doesn't know to the extent. Like maybe oh, okay. like like her friend she didn't give her friend all the details is just she told him that she's dead and she's going to go mourn him okay. pretty much okay. and so she knows of nothing else right. okay. that's yeah like i said that's the that for me that's what i can interpret as something very literal that could happen to that would explain a lot of the abstractness of what we see but that's just my writer trying to that's just the writer in me trying to justify it or thinking of a way i would make it more realistic because none of that's in the script that was just a, a literal interpretation. Uh, with the naked man? Um, well, there was no na- naked man if there was in her head. I think she was calling for a disturbance. The reason I read that scene a little differently is that there was no disturbance. So, like, remove the background of the naked man getting arrested and handcuffed. So there's nothing there. It's just her and the woman police officer talking. Because uh, the standard questions, I think, could be implied were, like, they're asking her because her husband's missing. 
as an idea. Um, like I said, I I had to my my that was my like literal interpretation of what could have happened, abstractly and symbolically. Uh, I thought the ending was the death and rebirth of like the nature of men, sort of, and the idea of the the lengths we will go to to get a woman's love or someone's love. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's 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 what I got. <laughs> um, I guess I'll take a crack at it, even though I don't really understand it myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I guess it could be read that um, no man, no matter how he is born, uh, is the same. They, they all act the same. We all have a beast inside of us. That sort of thing. Yeah, we all have a material motive as uh, Sinister brought up, I think. Was that earlier? Or was that yeah. writer? One, One of you brought that up, that men have ulterior motives. Uh, could that have was been me. seen innocent. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's, I guess, something that could be read. You could be a boy, priest, whatever. But at the end, we all think the same. Uh, I guess that could be the reader thing. Uh, Jeff, the, the Jeff guys, I I have no idea. I, I don't <laughs> think they're real. But as much as I like writers' explanation, I don't think that's what their intention was. Oh no, I no. So like I said, I don't, I don't think it's away the blood. <laughs> other than she got into an accident, and that's her own blood. But um, I think that's kind of dumb if that's the case. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not artsy enough to understand the symbolism. Like I said, it's. I don't think that's what they intend for. What I said is definitely what they don't intend. That would just be my literal justification for everything, and that way everything could have happened is just in her head and how she sees everything. Uh, yeah, the the Jeffs. Maybe she puts his face on real people. Uh, potentially, because um, there had to have been a, a landlord or whatever, an owner of that place. Mm-hmm. She didn't just, I guess she could have broken in um, <laughs> and just stayed there. She just broke and went crazy. Um, but her friend, well, she could have lied to her friend. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Sinister Franks, you take it away. Uh, I can't contribute anymore with this. I, I, yeah, yeah, this was a hard one for uh, Crimson. Uh, not gonna lie, it doesn't, doesn't do well with these abstract, these abstract. These uh, abstract. Um, I guess calling back to some of the earliest stuff with you know the Adam and Eve. There's definitely a very biblical um, tone. Yeah. And uh, Sim- uh, imagery or symbolism definitely uh, a facet of it for sure and so the whole thing you know and then with you know uh, technically you know as far as the bible's concerned the original sin was um, Eve you know having or the snake convincing Eve to you know can then convince Adam to eat the apple you know so technically you know as far as the bible you know all the, the sins of uh, the world, you know, 
are women, you know, are, are, are yeah. caused by the original sin is, you know, one. And so, and then you have this whole thing with um, James, you know, threatening to, you know, kill himself, you know, and everything, you know, and all this other stuff to, um, you know, have Harper not divorce him and, you know, all this stuff. And it, and, and so by her, she, she, in her own way, and, or in, and I guess the story of this, you know, place, her original sin, or at least as far as like the, the, um, I'm just going to say like the creatures or whatever of, you know, or the, the men of, of men are concerned. Her original sin is that she killed her husband, even though technically she didn't, you know, yeah. with his, you know, doing. And so there's this kind of, This and all of like these these men are all. Sim uh, Jeffrey is probably the most you know redeeming of all of them, but they're all kind of they all kind of want something from her, but it's all you know in, in different forms and in different sort of um, aggressiveness you know mm -hmm. going for them, but it's still the same thing in that uh, you know, and then of course with the. Um, after you were talking a little bit, I kind of pieced together a little thing of um, the, the men giving birth to other men. It's almost like this men creating more and more same sort of wants and needs or, you know, mm -hmm. and having it not be about Harper, but have it be about themselves, I guess, in a way. So that all these men are sort of, they're, they're different in what they, they, you know, in what they represent but they all have this need that far outweighs what Harper is in the relation, in the, whatever relationship they have with him, I yeah, guess. Capable of giving them. Yeah. Um, I guess kind of a little bit on that. I, uh, and it's gone. Never mind. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, but it, the, the, uh, you know, they all have these, I guess, you know, it, this is probably a little bit um, oversimplified, but, you know, just the idea of that if, you know, just uh, if all women innately have no sin of, of Eve, right, then you could surmise that in the men in this movie all carry the original... Uh, sort of uh, misogynistic uh, trait of aggressiveness and their need above all else. Uh, here's another one, I guess. Kind of. Yeah. Sorry, I remember my thought. Uh, the women, the idea, going off the the Eden thing, the idea that women, uh, or a woman uh, giving mankind sin and the others could be, all the the variations that we see are all is just the freedom that we've been that man has been given to express said sin that mm. that was gifted to us, almost. Yeah. Um, and I think the other the other way I viewed it when I I thought all of the men represented aspects of James in some way, or of the per or his personality that we didn't get to see other than you know in the flashbacks. Hmm. Yeah, like, I'm sure he was like Jeffrey where he was caring to a certain point or whatever but then he could also be like you know the vicar and you know would want sex and you know wouldn't care about anything else or 
the, the kid, he just wanted to play or something, or you wanted to do whatever he wanted to do, and then if she didn't, you know, he was very upset. You know, that kind of, I don't think that fit, but like, you know, we've already established, that doesn't fit in with all of them, because, like, the bartender really doesn't have anything. The cop kind of is just this sort of, uh. your, your, your authority figure idea of what a man would be if a woman had a problem, I guess, in a way, but... I I can of of like the creatures that we have, I've gotten mm-hmm. like four of them assigned to deadly sins. So I was wondering yeah. if all of them could be deadly sins. Uh, probably manifested because like mm-hmm. for the kid, I would probably put greed. For the priest, I'd probably put lust. For the police mm-hmm. officer, I'd probably put sloth. For the bartender, yeah. I'd probably put wrath or anger, just because in the scenes uh, in when, at the house when she's charging at their at her, that's what I got. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that still leaves gluttony, envy, and pride. But Jeffrey might be kind of gluttony because he was really focused. He was, you know, fairly out of shape and was very yeah. interested in the the, the you know yeah. the uh, the apples or you know the fruits and everything. Yeah. And then envy and pride. Uh, Would the naked man fall into envy? Could be because of the way with the way she stalks her. Or he, stalk, yeah, he stalks yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, that could be that could be uh, an, allus- an allusion to envy, which means I guess that leaves pride. Would that be Harper? Or because yeah. I, I don't really I can't really think of a Jeff to okay. assign pride to. The bar goers. Yeah, I... hmm? <laughs> the bar goers. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very prideful, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, that's, another, that's another interesting one. Yeah. And last, but surely not least, uh, Sprinks. Okay, so your initial question you asked was what did we interpret the ending to be, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You took this. I I never connected this to anything biblical, so that uh, in my viewing, um, I saw it as just the the the, the, the drug scene of the Daylines mm-hmm. continuation. I guess till the friend arrived, all of that was a drugged state that Harper was in, and everything we were seeing is what she was seeing. Whether it was more than likely not necessarily all intact true uh, likelihood is she was seeing James at the end but it could have been another Jeff but she was drugged so that's what she saw um, and heard uh, after when the friend arrived to show the car was crashed and the blood trail to me was indicating that it wasn't faked and it was something did occur which is me thinking that it was still what the the initial naked man to me was the original, like the main one, mm-hmm. uh, the main Jeff, and that may have Jeffrey been the Prime, only Jeff. if you will. Yeah, <laughs> that may have been the only one, and I think that is indications of said being being real. So for you, That's like you think the only the only real one was the first one, the naked man. I I think. The re- the first one to ever occur or be made or to move into that town or anything before giving birth to clones or creating more of itself like duplicates hive mind whatever is this naked one 
which after my first viewing, I thought it was a fey wild creature due to how much nature imagery is shown. Yeah, I got a lot of... It leaves into itself and nature. Yeah. It doesn't have a house or a hut it lives in. It doesn't, you know, Mm. it's not going through buildings. It's very nature creature. So are you saying it just gives birth to a bunch of different versions of itself? I think it spreads uh, duplicates of itself, yes, uh, to help... um, Protect it from the outside world. The idea that the like f- it, it looks shared damage. Yeah, that's it, it, the connection of it. If you know, if you cut off one hand off one of them, they'd all get their hand cut off. The idea that like the fae, and to run with your example here, that the fairy monster is created these fabrications in order to, as an as an attempt to try and protect itself from the outside world. Yes, that's why the the one policewoman isn't necessarily concerned if there was like no one in the town and it's just this one lady who called in an abandoned you know an empty house yeah. no one's around there's just one naked person like it would be very concerning to this one lady but the fact that there's she probably drove in saw other cars saw people walking to the pub got to the house saw these other forms of life it didn't phase her probably lives in that town though could be. I mean, that, that's a story that's never told. The, the, the idea that... Well, why would she be an outside I, county officer checking a trespassing call? Well, I don't know if there's a, any police of the town. I mean, there's that one who went to the pub, but he yeah. was a clone, so... I got the idea... Be a police th- I got the idea that she would that the clone was his her partner. Uh, like, mm. they, they, they arrived on the scene together in the same car, that sort of thing. The... Yeah, showing the the naked man uh, in his like not cell because he wasn't it wasn't a police station it wasn't a jail cell it was you know this bunker looking thing which makes me think he was never he never went to a jail um, never never states that there is a jail or a prison uh, a police station in the town mm-hmm. which makes me think that it could be this police Jeffrey is the the one that goes out of town. That kind of looks more on like the world out there and comes back to, you know, indicate message. You know, uh, I yeah. don't know if they share a mind because it shares like they all get injured the same. So I don't know if like the the knowledge one has, another one has. Um, I don't know if that's individual. That's never really stated. All I can really think of is when Jeffrey has the intention to run Harper over again. He he's like has the thought of harming her, which is what the other ones had in senses mm-hmm. um, so that that that's what I think I think it was a fey uh, nature being monster of sorts which was the naked man to start with or um, I guess the one in the tunnel to start with mm. uh, and the only after the fact after you know viewing and uh, looking at things to help with notes and everything the only thing I can help with that is uh um, the director's past movies have been listed as sci-fi, with Ex Machina being artificial intelligence and Annihilation being uh, alien. Um, this movie is also classified under the genre of sci-fi in its definition, which is very weird because nothing to me really spoke out as sci-fi mm. about it. Um, but being such classification of it makes me think that this is a a monster of sorts. Um, it could not necessarily be a fake it could be an alien and this is just a properties it it does and mm-hmm. can do 
Interesting. Um, but I, n I never, I, I didn't think more on the alien side. The only, I guess, indication the alien side is, uh, Ryder, what you said when she's looking up at space, that could be a connection to it. Mm -hmm. But nothing else is shown. Um, so that, that was my interpretation of it. What? So okay. I guess with that out of the way, uh, what would you guys uh, rate this? Let's, uh, let's go in order here. Alrighty. Uh, this is uh, this is an odd one to rate both objectively and subjectively for sure. Uh, I think the writing is pretty basic in terms of like the the script and the storyline. Uh, it's everything else that's extremely abstract. Um, so in terms of writing, I'm probably gonna give this one a solid. Uh, Mm, mm, I'm still deciding. I think, uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna for my my objective rating on the writing is gonna probably gonna be it's a five uh, because there is an aspect of where I can definitely turn my uh, like there's there there's there the writing is serviceable for what it is and oh. it's. Um, but for me, a lot of the writing, or the I guess the um, the value of this movie is more found in the be in the abstract than it is for like what actually happened. Because I mean, we spent a lot of our time here talking about the symbolism in the movie and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I've sold for five. Uh, for what I'm gonna do uh, as my objective. For my subjective. Um. I think I'm. I have a lot of. I'm probably gonna give it a six, uh, because I, like I said, I have a lot of appreciation for the quiet moments in this movie where I'm left to think and ponder, and that doesn't really happen all that much. So, anymore. So I, I'm gonna give it a, give it a six. You're up, Crimson. <laughs> all right. So. I think for my objective, I'm going to give it a seven because, like you said, the writing is pretty simple, so there's not really much for them to screw up <laughs> uh, yeah. in that regards. And even though I don't understand what is, hap what is happening, I think they achieved what they were going for. Mm -hmm. I, have no, I don't know what it is. So I'm not going to mark them down because I don't understand what they're telling me. Fair um, enough. And we've established the shots are all pretty good. Uh, the music is solid. Um, Harper, as a main character, uh, did her job. Um, the, the, so yeah, I think I think seven's fair. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so subjective. Subjective, I'd probably give this a four because I do not see myself watching this again. I I would have really liked this movie more if it was just her dealing with the grief. I know Jeff could be a manifestation of all that and all the symbolism, mm -hmm. but I, I was really into the movie up until we saw Naked Man. Um, I I thought it was really good how she was tackling the, the flashbacks up, up mm -hmm. until that point. I liked the the 
eeriness of a tunnel scene. Um, See, that is your favorite song in it, Crimson. You love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I also like the music that played when she was walking through the, the forest and it started raining. Mm. Yeah, like that. Uh, oh, that was so churchy, beautiful. Yeah. Churchy music. Kind of had the, the organs like, and gothic. stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, that, was, that was good. So, yeah, I think four. I, I just, it's not a movie I'd watch again. Even if it was on TV, I'd probably find something else to watch. Well, there you go. So, four. Sinister. Uh. I definitely, uh, you know, this this movie definitely had a lot of aesthetically pleasing things to me that I, I generally like in uh, uh, my my movies. I, I like the English countryside. I like kind of like the folklore aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the the cast in this is is really good too. And I really like the cinematography. Um, Probably some of the things that I, I, I think um, I would would cause me to sort of probably rate this a little bit or would go against this a little bit. Um, I think the, the writing could have been, I think they could have done a little bit more with it. I, I, I'm not saying what they did with it, you know, as simplistic as it is, is bad. I think that works too. But I think they could have probably done a little bit more... Um, set up and maybe even some history you know set up of maybe the town or something that might have kind of uh been it interesting would, to see would have certainly cleared things up a little bit. yeah I, and i mean maybe that would have been a bad thing but i think they could have kept the mystery while also maybe setting up some more of the the town in some way that could have maybe not necessarily close things off but kind of opened up more avenues of you know discussion perhaps mm-hmm. but um I, I, what, what they did with it i think was fine they you know like like you said uh geek it was you know not it was really hard to screw it up i mean they, <laughs> with how how much how little was there so it's you yeah. know I, I think that's it's fine yeah so i think you can if you go too far you can sort of overreach and have you know a, a worse movie because of it but so i think what they did was was fine for the most part um the other thing probably would have been maybe some more concrete symbolism um not so but, abstract yeah maybe you know grounded it maybe just a little bit more because and i mean granted i like having multiple interpretations of something but if the four of us couldn't really find anything that we all you know could agree on or you know all find you know a, a strand for you know common a common thread yeah might that be might, too open-ended a little, <laughs> a little bit too open-ended um but uh but yeah I, you know i for the most part i thought the what you know what special effects there were were done as probably as well as they could be done and uh the, the story was intriguing and uh like i said it was a lot a lot of aesthetic stuff and just general, you know, things I I, I like in these sort of little indie movies. So, uh, and and the camera work, with the exception of that one scene, the camera work was phenomenal and uh, mm-hmm. really set the mood. So uh, I'm going to give this five overall. Alrighty. 
guess that goes to me, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I start with objective, yeah. Um, so yeah. I think this is a very creative movie, which most arts movie, artsy movie do. Uh, A24 is pretty much known for it. Um, but it's very artsy and creative. I think um, it's very cool that there was only like five actors and actresses uh, throughout the whole movie, which gave the slight feel of, you know, like a, like a student-made film when you only have your four people in your group to make a short film. But they did mm -hmm. a full-length movie with only that many people. Um, I thought that was very cool. Um, I find it uh, creative that for the backstory of something so harsh and talking about death and divorce and anger that they used orange as the overall tone color, which is a color of joy and creativity and warmth. Um, so that was a little ironic and uh, an interesting use. Um, I thought all the nature shots were very nice. It was like a uh, more like photographs of a, like a nature book. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the music, uh, especially the the tunnel scene, which was probably my favorite scene in the movie. Was the tunnel scene uh, okay. because it, yeah, it showed the joy of her healing in a little more childlike fun, which is you know kind of shown throughout the film. But it's also eerie, and yeah. a bit spooky, and it it later becomes like a background theme in the movie, which is very creative because it's created as a, in a scene as you know. Just, just something the character is doing and gets brought up later. Um, I think the music is very fitting and eerie at parts it needs to be, um, especially the end during the birthing. Um, I thought uh, the lighting was very good, especially how it's used for uh, time lapsing, uh, like the st the stone pillar. The only indication that you know time is going is by the lighting moving on it. Mm -hmm. um, I thought the the sound design was fine. I mean, the, the parts of quiet, the parts of just background ambiance versus just music, uh, that all blended well. I think the only thing that's a bit weak is the not fully the, the up for interpretation of what is happening in the story, and it's not set in stone, which does work in some movies, uh, which helps give audience uh, discussion points after of like, what did you think? What did you think? But this, as Sinister said, this is a bit too much open-ended uh, and needed a little more, like, identification of what is actually happening, mm -hmm. which would help. Uh, so my overall objective, I'd give it an 8. Because I, I, I think they knew what they were doing, beginning to end. It's just there was there's some weak points that could have made it a stronger overall thing. For subjective... When it comes to subjective, as I said, uh, I stated earlier, um, being with our rating scale of one to ten, I see it as one through five is bad and just rated how bad it is. It at, is it, and then six through ten is good and how good is it? And thinking about that and how I rate things, this movie to me is not bad. It's not a bad movie. It's not done bad. It's it's has all these things going for it and things that it, it does. But it is not necessarily in my realm of enjoyment. It's it's a lot of thought, but thought that's never and never comes to a conclusion. Um, 
it's it's a movie I don't think I'd go out of my way to see again. Um, but then again, it's not a movie I will completely rid out of my brain because I'm sure if I ever saw it, you know, on TV or something, as Crimson said, I'd see it and I'd be able to recognize it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I would probably stay on it uh, to watch the continuation of the movie. So my um, subjective score I would give it is a six. It would be the lowest of good, but it is still, in my opinion, a good looking movie. All right, man. Yeah. That's everybody. Yeah. That's all of us. That was that was more than three. <laughs> that three was the beginning. Yeah. Kill him. Um, I, my writer gave it the hologram. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I think we all gave it relatively fair scoring. Yeah. Uh, Nothing blown out of the water. Yep. Like I like I like I said, I, I there there's definitely this I, this is not a bad movie. Like a lot of care, a lot of went into this and I think it was executed for the most part you know really well and I, I do tend to like Alex Harlan uh, a fair amount yeah but th- this is definitely one where it's just like this probably isn't something that I would gen- generally watch in my free time yeah so, I'll, you know, I'll say yeah. this now out of his three movies that I've seen you know x yeah. and Annihilation this one this one is my least favorite <laughs> yeah no it's yeah. I've seen I I don't remember watching Annihilation, uh, but I've definitely heard a lot about it. Uh, yeah. I have seen Ex Machina, and Ex Machina I really, really love. Yeah. So I love Ex when comparing this to Ex Machina for me, yeah, this doesn't—it's not really a good comparison because I think Ecnoxia is no. really, really good. No, but, no, it does not. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, thank you for listening to our episode two. Yeah, Gypsy yeah. Critics. Uh, if you watch this one first without watching the other one, you're a terrible person. And you no, <laughs> no, 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 no. If they haven't seen the other movie, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if they, if the, you should go watch episode zero to understand why Crimson doesn't like abstract. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Episode yeah. zero will help, help you understand all our. Uh, hey, yeah. Yeah, before you start yelling at us, why did you hate this movie, or why didn't you not like this movie, go watch our opinions. They'll be set up in the first one, huh? Yeah. And let us know down below in the comment spaces what you thought about this movie. Um, if you have any questions for us or uh, comments yes. or concerns are you, about anything are you, we have said. Um, are you a man seeking opinions on men? Well, <laughs> Do we have the, the podcast for you? <laughs> yeah, we have, it's important. We have the podcast for you. And of course, you know, always, um, you know, podcasts kind of live or die by word of mouth. So, um, if you know, share this with someone you yeah. know who who would find yeah. it enjoyable. Yeah, um, throw throw uh, words into yeah, someone's yeah. mouth. Please. The the algorithm is a bitch. Like, comment, and subscribe, please. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know those five star <laughs> ratings on. You know, I think that's how Spotify works. You know, uh, yeah. that, that would be helpful. Yeah, if you don't share this, uh, we starve. So please <laughs> share. All right. Anyway, well, uh, th- thank you for listening. Yeah. And, yeah. We'll um, see you we all will, next time. Yeah, we'll be in the next episode. All right. Bye, As everybody. Always, I am Sinister Boy. <laughs> I'm Crimson Maroon. Uh, I'm a geeky writer. And I'm Sprinks. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.